from a listener. Let me say first off, and most importantly, Andy Astro would have loved your show. Andy was a bright, personable, friendly, and giving person who in an unassuming way made an impact wherever he went. At 19, he was studying physics with an eye to astrophysics, hence the trail name, at UC Berkeley when he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He took a year off for radiation and chemo, then finished his sophomore year before the Hodgkin's returned. A second round of treatment included stem cell transplant and three weeks of isolation. 100 days later, the cancer was back. To think about things, he sat at a 10-day retreat, after which he decided to forego further toxic treatment and instead walk the PCT. This is taken from Andy's Big Adventure blog that was maintained by, by his mother. I reflect on his journey along the Pacific Crest Trail, the amount of courage that it took to even start that hike, knowing the obstacles he would face, the pain he was already enduring, and facing the truth of a fatal diagnosis. Andy had an energy and awareness of how he wanted to spend his life, what little he had left of it. Hiking the PCT brought me and many, many others such hope and joy and happiness. The legacy that he left for us in his thirst for adventure and fearlessness of the unknown. This has brought a measure of peace, knowing he did what he wanted to do on his terms. Our listener concludes, He didn't want the trail to be about cancer. He wanted it to be about living. He didn't want it to be morbid or a statement. He wanted it to be fun, and he wanted to feel connected to nature. Some of his ashes are now on the trail, as is a part of his big heart. Astro, this episode of The Trail Show is dedicated to you. Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Can nobody the fiesta... It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Paul Mags Magnanti. He's a fraud. And now from... D- Mags's house. It's the Trail Show. Oh, uh, yeah, we are live from the Bobby Walters studio at Casa Magnanti. In East Boulder, Colorado's up-and-coming beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show, and we are heard worldwide on iTunes, Stitcher, and in Ghana. It is Friday, November 14th, and we are glad you have joined us today. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell the world about The Trail Show. This month's Trail Show is sponsored by Bonus Show Number 5. For the extremely low price of 99 cents, you can download our latest bonus show, The Red Tent Show. We discuss all things outdoors and how they can be different for red tenters. Five women with more than 50,000 miles of backpacking experience throw open the red tent vestibule and tell you how it really is. Get ready for a trail show like none you have ever heard before. Bonus show number five and the rest of our bonus show catalog is available for download right now. Head on over to cdbaby.com slash artist slash the trail show to get all the bonus shows you can handle. There's nothing quite like a bonus hour of the trail show to tie yourself over until the next show. The website again is cdbaby.com slash the artist slash the trail show, and it makes a great stocking stuffer. You might want to read that that website again, because I heard you just say slash the artist. Okay, cdbaby.com slash artist slash the trail show. Nice. If you want to advertise on the trail show, send an e-message to sales at the trailshow.com and our crack sales team. <clears throat> 
will give you some lovely information. Mags, let's set the table. Let's set the table. We have trail news. We're discussing a really cool trail of the month. I know D'Lo is really excited about this one, the Trans ADK. Also known as the Tatka. 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 It's like Fupka. All right. We're going to do a recap of the infamous Boulder Brew Hike and a little announcement of the one for the spring. A little iTunes top five action, some outdoor trips, a tech corner, and there's some commentary on our Google sheet. Please, God, no. (laughs) I wonder who put that in. I did. Uh, (laughs) I had a feeling. Uh, A trail tip of the month that Delo's going to be taking. Oh, really? Yes. He actually wore it over here tonight. You're acting surprised. You emailed me about it, homeboy. (laughs) I thought thought that was your segment. I'm throwing it to you. Everyone else? We just throw it around. It's all good. (laughs) Share and share. Like all of the segments belong to everyone else? I'm just along for the ride, man. We're (laughs) a bunch of commies here. We just share everything. (laughs) Obama. No. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. Keep it family friendly. Socialist. Now, Mac, see, Deal is a socialist. He just lives off of everyone else's work. <laughs> in, in, yeah, right. in their rides to the trailhead. You, That's think right. I, you think I don't do any work? You got another thing coming. That's right. Isn't yeah, that a cheesy 80s right. song? Right. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, that's um, you got another thing coming. We totally need a D-Lo <laughs> bonus that show. Why? We, the greatest go, hits. Disco, yeah. why didn't you have that riff queued up on your soundboard? I don't even know what song we discussed you're singing, this. man. We discussed oh, this yeah? earlier, yeah. In the pre-show yeah. meeting. Yes, in okay. our pre-show I, meeting. I like it. Five minutes in the show, we're off the rails. Awesome. That's right. Get, bring it back, Max. Oh, bring, it bring, back. It back. bring it back. Bring it back. We're doing the mailbag. We have a little bear and bandwidth sponsor shout-outs. And, of course, we have some media musings, and we have the bear of the month, and um, we even have a little gear review. Very good. We've got an action-packed show, it sounds like. It really, And, in fact, D'Lo wore his trail tip of the month over here. I did. He did, but is he ready for, for, for Mike DiLorenzo's beer of the month? All I want to say is God bless John Hickenlooper. We'll get to that because that plays into our beer of the month here. Actually, I don't really care about John Hickenlooper's politics one way or the other. Thank you, listeners. But I do like his beer. Yes. His beer is Wine Coop Brewery. Wine Coop. Well, the brewery, they opened it in 1988. Ages ago. Denver's first brew pub. Should we give a little background on the Hick? We should. So it was opened in 1988 by a couple of guys, one of who was just out of college with a geology degree. All of a sudden, he was brewing beer, and next thing you know, he became the mayor of Denver, and at some point after that, he became the governor of Colorado and was just reelected to his second term about a week ago. And much to his dismay, marijuana was legalized (laughs) by a state referendum in his first term. He was not too thrilled about that, and I think there were some comments of his about Cheetos and how Cheeto sales are going to (laughs) rise. But then he saw the tax revenue. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, in fact, the good people of Colorado have $30 million coming back to them in their taxes this year as a result of the legal marijuana sales. Of people throwing their lives away? Yeah, D'Lo, please. (laughs) What what are you encouraging here, man? Hey, it's coming back to me, man. I'm going to get like a $100 $100 back in the state of Colorado. That's fantastic. Boom. And that's why other states are looking into it. Yeah. Marijuana's bad. Oh, we can get lots of money. What are you guys drinking? Oh. Something from John Hickenlooper. We got the chili beer. Mags and Ice, the patties. Patties, patties chili chicken beer. looper. And uh, <laughs> chicken looper. <laughs> D'Lo, what are you drinking? He drank the chilies too. I've okay, been, so I, we're all working on the chili beer at the moment. I've been drinking patties, chicken looper and since I, four in the afternoon. I am not drinking because I have a cold, so... 
Yeah, you sound kind of Actually, I think one of my yeah. favorite uh-huh. Wincoop brewers is the Gorilla Pale Ale. Have you guys had that? I have the Gorilla IPA, and that yes, was not part of this mixer. that was not in the mixer, unfortunately, but that is my favorite Wincoop brew. But that's only because I am a hop freak. Yeah, I like the, the Gorilla. I, it, it's the Silverback IPA, I think. Yes, and Silverback. Actually, and 10% of the proceeds that's what go I was gonna to say. benefit the Gorillas. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Dila. Okay, that just chokes me all up. <laughs> I had something in my throat. Let's um, I tell you what. Let's uh, can we can we call an audible here and go right into trail of the month and then come back and get trail news? It's a perfect time. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about our trail of the month and then we're actually going to be calling someone who knows a lot about our trail of the month. Trans eighty k. It's it's a new route, if you will, versus a trail. Oh, I will, man. I will. And it goes for D'Lo's old neck of the woods. It sure does. I'm I pretty think, excited about I that. I think D'Lo, you should talk about it, sir, because you know more about this than any of us here. All right, far. yeah. So um, the Adirondacks are probably the lar- they are the largest um, incorporated park outside of Yosemite in the lower 48, I believe. Um, but that's but an interesting concept of this park is that it's not a wilderness area per se. It's kind of a line around mountains that are protected and incorporate towns and private lands and, and, and wilderness areas and state-owned lands. Actually, it's all state-owned lands. but So it's kind of just a smorgasbord of forever wild area that incorporates communities and towns and people. So it's not just wilderness with elks. It's wilderness with people and sawmills and you know things like that. And that's your, uh, that's your homeland, right, Dilo? Yeah, I'm from Albany, New York, and uh, I've spent a lot of time in the Adirondacks. I am what's known as a 46er, somebody who has climbed all 46 peaks above 4,000 feet. Um, a good, really? a good twenty of which do not have maintained trails to the top. Are they difficult? The ones that don't have trails? Um, they all have what's known as herd paths um, because there's so many people hiking right. the Adirondack right. high, high peaks. <laughs> um, you know, there's like some last I knew there was like five thousand, if not six thousand, forty sixers over the years. Um, so yeah, so that's the herd paths are pretty pretty distinct, pretty easy to follow. It's it's well known. It's, cool. It, yeah. It, well, I'd love to hear more about your childhood, but let's call this guy. My childhood? Well, <laughs> this is more of like this is more of like uh, my my late twenties. I'm just kidding. Things. I've also hiked all um, 35 peaks in the Catskills that are above 3,500 peak, feet, and those are much more challenging than yeah. the Adirondack Trailless Peaks because they don't actually have trails. A lot of the times, you're navigating, you're taking a bearing from tree to tree. What? In uh. thick forests until you get towards the summit oh, right. of these mountains, right. and then when you get towards the summit, then the routes kind of converge, and you find yourself with a herd path. Yes, Disco? This sounds like a lot of douche braggery, if you ask me. No, I'm just kind of telling you how it is, like hiking the trail is peaks. <laughs> Nothing? No no one like that? Douche term, like, braggery? I like that? it. Douche braggery? I, I think he was no. just giving the facts. I, I kind of brag. I took Sorry, that man. personally, actually. <laughs> douche <laughs> braggery? Sorry, I was, like, Just I, trying to you know. lay it on you guys. I don't mm-hmm. know. Sorry. Well, I'll stop talking now. Why don't we call our guest? So <laughs> let's call Eric. Let's do a little. Who are we calling? We're calling Eric Schlemmer because he's the man. He's the inventor of the Trans Eighty K. Well, he's the one who sells the guidebooks. <laughs> no, he invented. He, okay. he mapped. He's kind of simplicity, yeah. but you know, simplicity. Brett yeah. Tucker for the various routes. Yeah. He's the man for this route. Okay. I heard that the GET has provided simplicity with a very cushy early retirement. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let Brett speak to that. <laughs> All right, let's give Eric a call. He might even play a prank on him. Two years later, that joke never gets old. And by the way, you guys are taking this interview and running with it. Okay. I watched this six-minute video. 
Hello. Hey, it's the Drill Show. How are you? Good. What are you wearing? Uh, I'll leave that to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, it's uh, D-Lo, Mags, Disco, and the Princess of Darkness, and we are uh, we got you here live. So yes. uh, talk to us. Tell us about the the Trans ADK route. The Trans Adirondack route. Um, a good story that's a brief story that tells where this thing came from. In 2005, I was going to bushwhack across the entire Adirondack Park. I was just going to use... <laughs> wait, wait, stop, stop, stop right there. Yeah. You were just going to take a compass bearing and walk 200 miles across New York State. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's fantastic. Now, I understand the laughter because... Um, that's what eventually came to my mind. I had planned that trip for a couple months, and I was all set to go August 1st, 2005. And a couple days before, I was looking at my maps, and I said, wait, that doesn't sound fun at all. I mean, why would anybody do <laughs> that? And I scrapped the idea. Instead, uh, that summer, I mountain biked from Canada to Mexico, and that was fun. Wow. Okay. However, I kept all the maps, all the planning, and I said, well, I'll revisit this idea sometime. So you can fast forward to August 2010. I took out all the maps. I still thought that bushwhacking across the Adirondacks was not fun. But then I said, well, what's the point of this, Eric? Do you want to bushwhack across the park or cross the park that you went to school in, that you work in, that you grew up in? And uh, the rest is history. That August 2010... Uh, became the first person to traverse the park via one long hike. Now, my question for you, Eric, this is this is D-Lo, and I grew up in Albany, so I know the area very well. Yeah. In fact, I was just telling my uh, my podcasting friends here that I am both a 46er and a member of the 3500 Club, and people from New York State would know what that stuff means and probably want to probably buy me beers <laughs> if I said that to them. You know, I would expect that, actually. But anyways... Um, <laughs> My question for you is, why wouldn't you just hike the uh, Northville Placid Trail, which does a similar thing, which goes across the Adirondack Park? Why, why a new route? Yeah, up until 2010, I had hiked the Northville Placid Trail. I did two through hikes. Of the Northville Placid Trail? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that answers the question right there. It's time for a new route. That's right, and I've always been attracted to routes that go the full distance of something. All right. So the Adirondack Park, if you hike um, across it at its widest point, it's about 235 miles. The Northville Placid Trail is only 130. Ooh. So it was lacking big chunks on either end that weren't included. So, again, I like to go from the beginning of something to the very end. So I've always been a fan of the Vermont Long Trail, for example. Runs the whole state nice and clean. And I said, well, something has to be done about this. It should go from border to border. <laughs> what about, what about, so, so going on this border to border route, what about, and I've always kind of thought about this, what about a long path through the capital region into the Adirondack Park to the Canadian border route? What about something like that? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I through hiked the long path. Oh my is, God, are you serious? Yeah, I used to have <laughs> a lot of spare time. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that runs from George Washington Bridge down the city up to it's it's kind of fuzzy right now where it ends, but it's around the capital region just west of Albany. 
and then you have maybe a 60 mile gap to the beginning of the Trans-Adirondack route, which Ooh. basically goes to Canada. And other people have suggested that. I think it would be a cool hike. Yeah. Um, not even to a point of making it official, but simply hiking the long path, uh, making up the gap in the middle, and taking the Trans-Adirondack route to Canada. That's going to be somewhere around 600 miles if wow. done. Wow. That's a nice, nice tour of New York State right there. Oh, absolutely. Tell us about your route, the, the Trans-Adirondack route. You piece together trails. Is, are there sections that are trailless? There are. It's kind of a, a buffet of surfaces, you could Ooh, say. So, I like that. Of surfaces. You like that? Yeah, I do that's like nice. that. I'm gonna have to steal that. <laughs> use that. <laughs> um, the guidebook and the way I hiked it is north to south, and it's that reason, uh, mainly for logistical purposes, and that really comes down to where you can park a vehicle. There's no parking in the northern part of the park, but there is plenty on the south. So okay. hike from north to south. And right now it's composed of about 160 miles of standard hiking trails maintained and marked. 50 miles of road walking. That's way up in the northern section where there isn't much state land. And if there is state land, there aren't many trails. You can throw in about another 20 miles of unmaintained paths. And then there is some off-trail travel, but only nine miles worth. And they're going to come in chunks of no longer than two miles. Oh, the nice. Little, yeah, the little off-trail sections are just to piece together trails that don't match up naturally. Okay. And, and you may have mentioned this earlier, but what, what, is, what again, is the total length of the Tadka? <laughs> <laughs> 200, uh, I think we're at 236.4. Ooh, okay. Wow. okay. Now, how many people have hiked the uh, trans The Tadka. The Tadka. I'm not going to call it Tadka. I, I like trans-ADK myself. Yeah, I'm not going to call it Tadka. That's weird, guys. <laughs> <laughs> how many people have hiked it? We've had 12 attempts. 12? and holes. Yeah, 12 attempts, but only four successes. Whoa. Sounds like the trail show, need, trail show needs to do a group through hike. Yeah, you need to raise this uh, success level. Uh -huh. And um, what's most interesting, um, the four that made it, and I'm one of them, so I count myself, um, those hikes took place in right around September. Okay. Um, we've had others... Um, attempted in April, way too much snow. What? Yeah. April. Yeah, June, the bugs are atrocious. Mm. And remember, they got snowed out. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I put less emphasis on the hiker and their experience, just did they pick the right month? Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. What is the uh, highest point of the Tadka? Stop it. Oh. <laughs> The highest point is Whiteface Mountain, 4,865 feet. That's the fifth highest peak in New York. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh. Now, before you, in your Colorado attitudes, go dismissing no. Whiteface. Oh. It's just a no. little hill. Be aware that it has at least a 3,500-foot vertical gain. We've but, all ooh. hiked the AT. We all understand. Oh, oh you have? The... Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, and we all grew up east of the Mississippi. Yeah, come on, D'Lo. Sorry, I forgot It's that. all about absolute difference. Come it's on. all about vertical gain. D'Lo, get your it's head out of your ass. Difference. Vertical gain. <laughs> absolute values. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> the big difference is, um, you know, I've hiked out west. Um, I've done mostly mountain biking out west, but a fair amount of hiking, too. 
And um, here what makes it so tough is the trails just follow the fall line, mm. you know, so it's straight yeah. up and straight down. Okay. What's a switchback back east? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Switchbacks? What? Come on. So, yeah, Eric, you, you've, published, you've published a guidebook on the trail, and you have a, also have a map set. So if one wants to hike the Trans-80K route, they would buy this guidebook and this map set from you. Is that correct? That's correct. So you can buy them through our website. It's just transadk.com. The guidebook is Blue Line to Blue Line, the official guide to the trans Adirondack route. And then we have a very lightweight design for really one-time use, just exclusively uh, built for thru-hikers, a simple, straightforward map set. Oh, nice. All right, quick question about logistics. You mentioned briefly, how often can you mm-hmm. resupply uh, during the, um, the miles of the route? Um, many times if you'd like, you know, my personal style is, um, I usually hike long days somewhere between 20 and 25 miles a day. I average. So with this route, I hiked, uh, let's see about 200, excuse me, 120 miles. Um, there's a grocery store one mile off the route. I resupplied and then hiked another 120. So it worked out perfectly. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. That sounds easy for an experienced through hiker. That's just about perfect. Yeah. Right. You know, others that would like to resupply sooner, um, sprinkled up and down the route are four practical resupply points where you're only a couple miles off the trail. And I believe there are, I'd say probably five post offices, which are again, logically close to the trail where you could mail food drop. What town was that, uh, resupply in 120 miles into your hike? That was in Long Lake, which is about the middle of the Adirondack Park. Cool. Nice. Uh, and I have to ask this just for a certain segment of our listenership. Any breweries <laughs> near the route? Yes, there are. Ooh. And uh, you would you would certainly get your fill in Lake Placid, you know, a very okay. popular town where they've held the Olympics twice. And um, um, you'll, you'll uh, run out of thirst before they run out of beer. Oh, I like that. We'll have to steal that yeah. one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, yeah. Eric, I was looking at the uh, transadk.com um, site um, all this week, actually. I was, I've been studying up um, in mm-hmm. my spare time this week for the, tonight's interview. And um, <laughs> I'm just wondering, um, I, I was looking for just a map, an overview map of the route, and I wasn't able to find one. Is there is there one on your website or no? Not on the website. When somebody orders a map set, mm-hmm. we have an overview map where each map plugs in. Would you consider putting an overview map on your website to whet one's appetite for for the route, just to kind of get an idea of what what they're looking at and to see where it's going and whatnot? Yeah, I would. You're not the first suggest. Okay. Uh, you're not the first to suggest it, so it's on the to-do list. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I in all honesty, um, kidding aside, that's the one thing that I was just really looking for on your website. Um, okay. I just, you know, being from the area, I really was just very curious about what what the route was, where it went, and and right, right. And Eric, real quick, if if I might ask, um, do you foresee the route yeah. getting longer at any point, or are you just gonna kind of keep it as is? I would definitely like to keep it as is. Um, you know, you could bring it up to Canada. Canada is only eight miles from the northern part of the park, but oh. then hmm. you know you'd have to come up with something on the other uh, southern half. The the best idea, again, would be to match up with a long trail. But at this point, uh, we're just keeping it all about the Adirondacks, which I'm really comfortable with. I like it. Mags, you got anything else there, Chief? 
my uh, usual question, what would you say for a good four or five day sampler for someone who can't um, necessarily through hike the whole thing? And for someone who's not going to do 20 miles a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the average backpacker does 10 to 15 miles. They have five days to do. What would you suggest? The route is broken down into seven sections. They're between 30 and 40 miles each. And I really enjoyed the bottom 40 miles because it's not like any other hiking in the Adirondack Park. The bottom 40 miles actually follow snowmobile trails. And I had very little experience hiking on them prior to establishing the Trans-Adirondack Route. And what I liked most about it is when I threw hike the route and the three others did, those bottom 40 miles, we saw nobody. Oh, okay. And so when you have, you know, a park that's within half a day's drive of Boston and New York City and you can hike for 40 miles and not see anybody, that's pretty cool. So I like the bottom 40 miles, which traverses Ferris Lake Wild Forest, which is also the wild, uh, excuse me, the biggest wild forest in New York State. Oh, nice. Could you talk to us about red tape? What kind of permits would you need if you wanted to thru-hike the entire thing, or Mm -hmm. do you need any permits at all? No, you don't need any permits at all. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, very straightforward. Just put your pack on, pull up to the trailhead, sign in, and you're done. Wow. The only regulation... Um, that's very specific, but through hikers can easily get around is when you're in the in the eastern half of High Peaks Wilderness Area. High Peaks Wilderness Area is the biggest wilderness area in the Adirondack Park, and it's heavily used because it has a lot of 4,000 and 5,000 foot peaks. The Trans-Adirondack Route traverses it via a 10-mile section. If you're going to camp on that 10-mile section, you need to carry a bear-resistant food canister. That's the only part of the park that requires one. But the easy way around it is just make sure you cover the 10 miles as a day hike yeah. and you're all set. Let me just speak to that, Disco, because, uh, Eric, you can't actually see us right now because we're okay. Skyping. But um, Disco just kind of shook his head in disgust when, he's, <laughs> when you mentioned the bear canister there. Um, you know, because it's just, you know, oh, bear canisters, God, why me? But um, you really the, need the them, bears, there, don't you? Well, first of all, yeah, you really need them. <laughs> the bears in that. Well, first, the High Peaks Wilderness is where the majority of the four thousand footers are, and everybody and their brother wants to be a forty sixer and hike the four thousand foot peaks. Okay. So there are a lot of people there on a summer weekend, and as a result, the bears have become accustomed to stealing food from everybody, hmm. and the bears there over the years have become ferocious. Sounds like Yosemite. It's it's on par with Yosemite. I don't think the bears have broken into any cars. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think bears know how to open cars in the Adirondack parks, but they sure do know how to take down counterbalanced uh, bear bags. So just hike 10 miles and you're good to go. (laughs) Yeah, the assessment of the bears is totally true, Um, especially in the late 1990s. uh, They were going crazy. They were crawling into lean-tos at night and getting into tents. Yeah, it, it was a really weird place to be about a decade ago. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've, I've traversed the high peaks uh, a couple times in the last couple years, didn't even see a track. So apparently the regulations are working. Hmm. Now, Eric, have you been able to retire with the sale of, sale of the uh, guidebook and the maps? No, I can fill <laughs> up um, the, my, the tank of gas in my car about halfway every three weeks. <laughs> 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 Not been able to retire, unfortunately, but um, I was saying that only half facetiously. Um, it gets <laughs> money. 
Eric, I'm just kind of curious about your hiking background. Uh, so before you became a person who invented hiking routes, um, what, mm-hmm. what kind of trails did you hike? I was primarily, um, well, I shouldn't even say that. I was about equally a long-distance hiker and a guy who just hiked mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my average long-distance hike is around 250 miles. Um, the longest hike I've done is a Florida trail. That's 1,300. Oh, yeah. I love yes. the Florida trail. Great winter vacation. Um, that's one of the few trails I would probably hike again. Really? Oh, nice. 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 I'm going to go hike um, the Florida. My Eric, my plan is to hike the Florida Trail next summer. <laughs> Actually, he's going to hike it in 20 years when his child is out of the house. <laughs> anyway. But in the summertime. Yeah, summer hike for sure, right? Yeah, July, August. Please continue, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm hiking routes. You know, my ideal hike is, um, you know, maybe 10 days. That's 200, 250 miles. I think I'm known as a long-distance hiker, especially since I got involved with the trans on a group. But I really just like climbing mountains. I'm a peak bagger at heart, and I've been doing that for probably the last 20 years. Oh, nice. Wow. Very good. And the website, again, is trans80k.com. And you got it. That's where you go to get all your trans80k info. I tell you what, I'm, I'm interested. And you I said am too. September, October was the, the primetime month. That is a. Great time of year, great sleeping weather. The days are still long. Okay. Peak fall foliage and no bugs. <laughs> All right. Like. Perfect. It, I it, think I know someone who's not going to be working next fall. <laughs> <laughs> and one last question. How long did you take to hike the route as a through hike? I took 12 days, and that included a day off. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Mags, that's yeah. your that's This your is totally doable. Right there, man, with a day oh. tra- traveling to and from the trailhead. Absolutely. Yeah. Along yeah. those lines, what is the uh, FKT? <laughs> the fastest known time. That would be um, that would be my hike. Yeah, twelve days. So it's ripe. Wait, you hiked faster than snorkel and skirka? Skirka hiked it. I don't think so. No, 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 they didn't. No, but, no. but snorkel but, uh, did, right? Yeah, Liz Thomas did. Yep. Yeah. Well, excuse me. She's the one who um, <laughs> tried to hike it in April. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to ask her about that. We'll have to get All some crap hiking failed attempt. Upstate New York in April. <laughs> oh yeah. man. She should get a little crap. Um <laughs> good, good. We will. We're good at giving her crap. <laughs> when she called me from Lake Placid, um in April. The phone rings, I pick it up. Hey, is this Eric? Yeah. Oh hey, it's Liz. Oh hey, how's it going? And she started the conversation with I read it on your website. I read it in the guidebook. You sent me the emails. We talked on the phone. And now I see what you're talking about. (laughs) Wow. wow. She didn't believe you. She didn't believe it was true. And she's she's about as tough as they come. She is. Uh Uh-huh. That's awesome. That is pretty awesome. Good, Good fodder for later on. All right. Well, Eric, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show and talk to us about the Trans ADK I hope um, it gets some people interested in the route. I'm, I know I am now. Uh, That's right. Me too. Hey, Absolutely. Ni- nice pajamas, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's Eric Schlimmer. Good luck. Good luck on the hunt tomorrow, Eric. Thank you very much. You're and welcome. again, I give you permission to use that quote: a, a buffet of hiking services. All right. we, we love will. it. And, and the other one: you'll run out of thirst before they run out of beer. <laughs> yes, you can use that as well. Okay. Sweet. Thanks, Eric. Have a good one. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Schlemmer of the Trans ADK. 
What a cool route. I had yeah. no idea. This was not on my That's radar awesome. at I'm, all. I'm super interested in piecing together a, a long path to Trans ADK. And then coming back on the Northville Placid Trail because that would be well, that's that's crazy talk, but that would be like hiking from the George Washington Bridge in New York, just on the north edge of New York City, yeah, all the way to the Canadian border, which is, you know, you could start with bagels, then with mm-hmm. poutine. You could you <laughs> bagels could. and poutine. Yeah. All right, I tell you what, let's go to a break. When we come back, we'll get right into trail news and we'll take it from there. Sounds good. All right, when we get back. This is Snorkel, and please don't listen to the trail show. Raise a glass, the trail show is back. And now, all the news that's fit to be heard, Mr. Paul Mags Mignanti. Mags, take it away. So we've mentioned FKTs this episode. We've discussed YKTs. There is this first OKT. <laughs> Only known time. Oldest. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, it was a good guess. I tried. <laughs> And then, Dragonfly Resinger of Camp Hill, PA. Wait a minute. What was the name again? Nan, Dragonfly oh, okay. Reisinger okay. of Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, 74 years old, did a thru-hike of the Appalachian Trail. Oldest that's, known woman. Wow. That's the oldest known time? 74? That's it? For, for, for a woman. Oh, for a woman? Yeah. Oh, that's the OKT? That's the <laughs> F-O-K-T. It's the OKWT. OKWT? Okie dokie. All right. Next news item. So, (laughs) (laughs) I have something stuck in my throat. (laughs) You need a Luden's Mags? You might got a cough drop for Mags. I have lots of cough drops. You got a Luden's? He needs a beer. He needs a beer. Get him a beer. I had something in my throat. Uh, Lisa Heron, a spokesperson for the Forest Service in Lake Tahoe Basin, said, People, please don't take selfies with bears in the background. Wait a minute, beers or bears? Bears. Okay, the the four-legged animals. Because people are, like, taking oh. pictures of and they're Instagramming it. Oh. See? See? Sh- <laughs> I wait, know, wait, explain to me why that's a bad idea. <laughs> because you're, because a, you're interacting with bears. Plus, people have been getting attacked. One guy took photos, and next thing you know, the bear attacked him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not necessarily in the Yosemite um, Tahoe area, but so if a bear is behind you, charging towards you, <laughs> don't take do a not selfie. Take no. a selfie. Do not take a selfie. <laughs> Seems like pretty common sense. Well, you yeah. should run. Be on a Facebook at first, <laughs> or you should duck. No, you shouldn't run because the bear will give chase and, and catch what you. What you need to do is wave your iPhone with your arms. Yes, make yourself appear <laughs> bigger. Take a video of it. Yeah. Take a video. Then so, you can post it. Yeah. So you if your iPhone Vine. is in your hand and you make yourself look bigger than the bear and more frightening than the bear, then it's okay to film the That's bear. That's right. That's correct. You can put the video on Vine. By the way, is there a Trail Show Vine website? We got to make one. Okay, for very it. good. Speaking of Instagram, Trevor Lee. And this one came from Disco. He took some really great iPhone photos. However, people look at the Instagram feed, realize, hey, he's taking these photos when there's fire bans, camping bans, climbing where it's illegal, you know, giant sequoia trees, and with his fire closures. So he's basically Instagramming. Oh. Casey Knocker. Oh. Yeah. 
does that coming up? Wait a minute. Wait, let's, wait let's, for it. Let's finish our discussion about this gentleman. Trevor Lee. Anyway, Trevor so he Lee. Instagrammed it. Just one area. It wasn't defacing anything. Right. But he got fined. Which leads us to Casey Knockett, a.k.a. Creepy Things. She was an Instagram celebrity. She was using acrylic paint all over the American West. And good props to one of our listeners, Jeff Hester, a.k.a. SoCal Hiker. Started a good meme about it. Don't be a Casey hashtag knock it. Yeah. Good and, grief. And, went, and what's the latest? I think that the... October 30th, um, they've named her as... Because uh, National Park Service wouldn't officially name her until he did the investigation. Yeah. And it's funny. What made her so popular with everything on Instagram also, more or less, is what hung her. It yeah. made it to Reddit. Um, the National Park Service is actually inter- interacting with people on Reddit yeah. and all the evidence. She tried to pull it down, but all the geeks were able to get oh, the picture. Of picture. course. I, get saw, all the pic- I saw that she was actually on the uh, FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> well, so she's she now on the 10 Most Wanted list. She's, she's on the lamb. <laughs> she's on the lamb, Mags. Well, she, what she did, though, besides defacing the you know, natural beauty is bad enough, she defaced a lot of petroglyphs, another 800-plus-year-old. Oh, this is very sacred to the... Pueblo people, so yeah. I, I heard that girl's from Boulder. <laughs> she's from New York, so close enough. Mm. Oh, geez, is she in custody? Is she going to be arrested? She's, she's seriously on the lamb. She's oh, she's actually list. she's, she's in hiding. The, la- the last thing is from October thirtieth, where the National Park Service officially named her. Yes, she is in trouble. We Disco. want to. She's on the ten most wanted list. I, I thought I, you were I, kidding. I, I, no, I'm serious. Dude, no, she's the no, most wanted list. Dude, right up there with Osama bin Laden. Okay. <laughs> Except he's dead. Oh, yeah. Sorry, right. D-Lo. So yeah. anyway, so Hit refresh on so social media can be a good thing, <laughs> or if you like disco, those damn kids with Instagram. In this case, well, it, it was a damn kid with Instagram. Trevor Lee was doing things illegally where he shouldn't have been. Yeah. Casey Knockett was essentially putting her mark throughout the American West, and also putting that online, which is <laughs> come on crazy. Yeah, and yeah. she tried taking it down, but. You know, people. You can do caches, and people are pretty the way, savvy. Exactly. The Wayback Machine, Mags. Yeah, that's what I use. Archive.org. That's it's a great thing for finding old websites and things people don't want to take down. But <laughs> well, it's we'll get le- in, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yep, very good. So speaking of technology, um, Yosemite and Grand Teton have proposed to put in more fiber optic lines, so you can be wireless in the Yosemite. I'm sorry, in what? the Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. The hospitality agency um, was. Basically, lobbying for more high speed access in the you oh know my gosh. in the park. This is this is why, <laughs> this is why. I just had a good discussion with a friend from Albuquerque about national parks, and and this is why. And he he knows what I'm talking about. In the fi- adding fiber, come on, really? Yeah, seriously. And it's not the park service I wants. It's a hospitality agency that's pushing for it. And if you know uh, anything about the concessionaires and yes. national parks. Um, there was a book written, I can't remember the title, but essentially, in Yosemite, concessionaires... Okay, that's, that's the last one tonight, just so you I know. don't know, Concessionaires man. pretty much run the park. Yeah. In Parks Canada, um, same thing. They're pushing for more and more access, because that's what people want, quote-unquote. Of course. Because if you can have high-speed internet in this beautiful hotel in the middle of Glacier or Yellowstone, you can start having conventions there, which means money. Dilo, what do you think about this? I, I think it's a great idea because when I'm out hiking, I want to keep up on my tweets and Facebook posts. And Instagram. And Instagram um, photos. Well, so I'm I, all for high-speed inter- intranet access in the backcountry so that I can continue well, tweeting and Facebooking. 
and Instagramming. <laughs> Tumblr. While I'm hiking. <laughs> Tumbling. Well, in fairness, hasn't made it to While the backcountry yet. MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> and Friendster, too, while we're at it. Yeah. Friendster. In a Vic modem. <laughs> Dude, that's RelayNet. Sorry. Yeah, and Fido. All right, let me bring it back real quick. So please. bring it back. Please. Max, please. please. But it hasn't made the backcountry yet, but it's starting to creep more and more. Um, this was a, more of a local thing. It was like, a what the hell? Feds indicted a Colorado man from a 2012 plunge to the death of his wife. Turns out he actually pushed her off oh, the cliff. Oh, yeah. I hmm. heard about this. And it's his second wife because the first wife died under mysterious circumstances changing a car tire. Wait a minute. Now, the second wife pushed off a cliff in a national park? Or? Yes, in 2012. So two years later, they charged him. What national park? Rocky Mountain, just up the road. Another reason to avoid national parks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But here's the thing. His first wife died in changing a car tire. Yeah, I heard they reopened mm-hmm. that investigation. Yeah, because at the first one, oh, that's a terrible tragedy. And two years ago, oh, another terrible, terrible tragedy. So I can only imagine what do they find in the past two years to say, oh, by the way, we're charging yeah. you with murder. Oh, so my gosh. Sounds like a really bad TV movie's in the works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like a mess. Yes. And that's a local one. Moving along, this one's a kind of a cool thing. Army Eye Eyes 3D printed food for soldiers. <laughs> 3D <laughs> printed food. Have you ever seen the replicator in Star Trek? Sure. This is essentially what it is. You take the raw food stuff and can make um, power bar type substances. Mm. And some people are already making candy this way. It's like that glop that they had to what? eat in... Uh, uh, what's the movie with? Uh, never mind. But yeah. so maybe for backpacking at some time in the near future, you can have your own little replicator to make your own power. <laughs> it's got to be ultralight. That's right. Under That's seven right. ounces. So moving along, we have, and this one's another one from Disco. Thank you very much. Take a hike day is November seventeenth. Who who knew? Who knew I about this? Hike day. I had no idea, man. Take I, a hike what day. What day of the week is that? Uh, I think it's, it's Monday. It's on the seventeenth. It's fine. Yeah. You should take your day off work. To celebrate, take a hike day, right? I think so. Great okay. idea. And if your boss doesn't like it, you could tell him to. Take, take a, a hike. hike. Whoa, Maggie, Maggie. Oh, Maggie, please, please. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, boy. So. Oh, wow, another laugh. They, they, they really like that joke, Max. Whoa, stop, please. Okay. Yes, please, please, stop. Okay. <laughs> um, some big news. Golite, poof, no more. We got the email today. Liquidate. They fired Chapter 11. Okay, maybe they can restructure. Now they're liquidating. Um, you know, they were a pretty big company at the time, bringing lightweight concepts to the mainstream, but they wanted to sell too many nice button-down shirts, and well... So I say good riddance. Oh, that, wow. It's funny. You mentioned P-O-D. the Wayback Machine. So Ray Jardine had a letter to go late back on his website. It's off his website. Yeah. So being the nice person I am, I went to the Wayback Machine. This old page has been asked to be removed. So it's even missing from the Wayback Machine. Oh, really? Wow. So, so Golight and Ray Jardine had a little tiff. A falling out, yeah. if you will. Well, and that's, that's and where Golight started. Yes. If anybody get, wants to go back to 1998. It was his gear, right? It was yeah. his gear. It was his gear. It was that, his designs. But he wrote an open letter to Coop, essentially. Mm-hmm. And there's snippets of it online. It's people quoting it, but the letter itself is gone. Wow. Mm. And you can't even find it in the cache. On the well, I've been machine. trying to get on the Golight website all evening. Oh, geez. 503 down. errors. Well, it's yeah. getting bombarded. Yeah. Oh, people are just buying up crap. Or yeah. trying to get on to buy yeah. it. Well, it's only 20% off, though. Which is nothing, man. They did that every year forever, right? Yeah. The Monster Gold sure. sales. Oh, I didn't know what the percentage was. So what you want to do... Oh, wait do- a week. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you might have like an extra small and a pink or something, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not going to fit me. Yeah. So, I mean, that, it's a gamble. That's why they're charging 20% only, hoping people buy the better stuff. If that extra small pink puffy doesn't fit you... 
then I don't think you need a new one. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You so, heard it. You heard it right there from D-Lo, people. So our last item. This more affects our show. We have a few influences on the show. I know who. Who do you like listening to? Their um, disco. You mentioned the, a few. The Tappet Brothers. Well, I was going to say one of our other influences. Oh, yeah. More than a few listeners have compared us to Car Talk. Because which, which let's we're we're not we're not even. But in we the don't same, talk about cars. But, we don't. But we really don't talk about trails either. So it works out well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so good point, Max. You know, Tom Maliozzi, he passed away. Maliozzi, he's a good Italian boy. And you know, most people know who he is. But I found three quotes that is good for hiking okay. or our show. The first one, and this is good for anyone who's preparing for a trail. They say, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to spend only $1,500. I'm not going to get hotel rooms because who the hell needs it? Reality often astonishes theory. Yeah. That I've is a great that. one for through hiking. Now, this is great for us. Never let facts stand in the way of a good answer. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is our show, man. Oh, and the like last that. one, and this definitely applies to our show. Some guy I met said it's amazing how we use cars on our show as an excuse to discuss everything in the world. Energy, psychology, behavior, love, money, economics, and finance. The cars themselves, boring as hell. <laughs> so substitute gear for cars, and that's our show. Thanks to Car Talk, I, I think they were an influence on us, and it was a sad passing. Yeah, and I do hope, we've, ta- we've kind of thrown around the idea of, of doing a... A bonus show style, car talk style show yes. at some point. And, and maybe that time would be sooner than later. I would, think so. We'll would we it. talk about cars? Yes. No, we would do a car talk style we would talk show. About, call in. We would yeah. talk about car shuttles. Oh, we could have people call in? Yes. I love it. I, I, be, I would love to have people call in. <laughs> I would really love to have um, us be videotaped while we're recording <laughs> no, the show. No, no, no. That'll never happen. No, but we have li- li- it'd be essentially ask a hiker for a whole bonus show. Yeah, that's a great idea. So we'll, we'll call it the we car talk show. We could just put our Skype address out there on the internet or something. Well, like they that. usually had they screened it. You get two uh-huh. on yeah. one. And, oh, okay. And we'll, we we'll have our call screener come in. We'll talk about evening. that later. We'll yeah. talk about it later. So anyway. Fantastic idea, guys. So that is our last item. So thank you. For All right. There he goes. Out the door. Paul Mags, Bignani Mags. Thanks for trail news. All right. Let's talk about the Boulder Brew hike before we go to our next break. It was awesome. It was it we, was really good. It was. It was we so had fun. blue blazes. We had alternate routes. We walked some suspect areas, we'll say. Good thing it was on Instagram. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we did bonus trails. You yeah. Could say. Bo- yeah bonus, bo- bonus mileage and bonus breweries and, and a bonus distillery. Well, the meadery fell through. Yeah. Because they closed at 4 p.m. I gotta say, the distillery yep. was awesome. I, that drink I had there was amazing. Oh, wasn't it? But yeah. just to recap what we did, yeah. we did eight um, breweries. And one distillery. One distillery. But and one brewery we did twice, yeah, so really nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. That was a lot. Right, can, can we run through the lineup real quick? Avery's, can we remember the lineup? I, I absolutely. Okay. We went to Avery's. Then we went to Wildwoods. They went to Brew. Uh, then we went to... Um, Twisted Pine? Twisted Pine. And that's when the shenanigans happened. So we took a Blue Blaze to Sanitas. Yep. So that was five. Then went to the oldest brewery in Colorado for craft beer. Boulder Brewing Company. Yeah, Boulder, Boulder, Bo- Beer, Boulder Beer Company. Sorry, Boulder that, Beer. That's quite okay, sir. Okay. Then we went to uh, C.J. Wells. But we had a little pit stop at um, J&L Distillery. That's right. Sanitas was closed. Then... Uh, we went to Upslope uh, East. Uh, Upslope East. Oh man, we did end up with nine breweries because then we, back to Avery's where yeah. we had dinner. 
and, by, and by the way, we, I wasn't planning on this, but we hiked into the night. We did. Yeah. In fairness, <laughs> it, it does awesome. get dark early. Yeah, it does. But yeah. We, so we saw um, a big buck with a lot of, you know, with a big rabbit. Oh, we, yeah. We saw and heard owls. We saw rabbits. Yeah. A lot of wildlife. Did you see any prairie dogs? We, well, we were kind of late, so we didn't see uh, prairie yeah. dogs. Hmm. Maybe on the way to Twisted Pine. It was, it was pretty, pretty awesome. And there was... um. I know I personally almost made some poor decisions there at the end because of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> decisions about routes. Versus trails. Yeah. But um, it was really fun. I well, had I think such it was a good time. We, we had a good turnout. What? Yeah. Close to 20? Close to 20. You know, people kind of popped in and popped out, but at our that's max, cool. we hit about 20. Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, what was peop- some of people's favorite drinks? We could touch upon that briefly. Yeah. Uh, mine well, was the vodka drink I had. It was incredible. The tropical. We didn't mine. go there, Dilo. We had the tropical at the Wildwoods. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's I my forgot. Favorite. I love yeah. the tropical you IPA. Know, Brew right next door here made a wonderful pumpkin beer. Usually they're okay. Most pumpkin. Hmm. This is actually very drinkable. Well, I gotta say, you know, I, we stopped in the Twisted Pine, and for me, I immediately went up and said, "Hey, do you guys have the Ghost Face Killer?" And they said, we don't have it on tap anymore because it was disintegrating the lines. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, however, we do have it in bottles. And I said, I will take a bottle. So you have to buy a 12-ounce bottle now at the brewery to get some. And then I got a little taster glass and made everybody taste it. And for those who don't know, the Ghost Face Killer from Twisted Pine Brewing Company is brewed with ghost chilies. And it is the hottest chili beer on the planet. Mm-hmm. It will scald your throat. Wow. What'd you think, Mags? You tasted I it. I liked it. I had two sips of it. P.O.D. Two sips. I didn't have any. You well, know better. Two tasters, I should I, say. I yeah. know it, but I, I had yeah, a I couple like of food. I had a couple of sips. I didn't have any sips. Dilo, you were already gone by I that point left, of the yeah. brew hike. Because just listeners, just to let you know, my family completely frowned upon me <laughs> abandoning them on a beautiful Saturday and drinking beer with. Hooligans. 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 They, they, it was frowned upon completely. <laughs> so about all I could get away for was two hours. And it was a beautiful day. We almost hit oh, 80 degrees I was that walking day. around in my bikini top for a while. Oh, it was warm. Getting some it, sun. But then when that sun went down, oh, it got cold. It, it got so chilly. cold. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, you know, we had some good beer that day, but as far as ambiance goes, that back deck at Sanitas Brewery is It was nice. That was really cool. It, it, Especially super low key. Super yeah. low key. Sanitas is the is the venture capitalist brewery, isn't it? it? Is. is it not? There's some, <laughs> mo- there's some money pumped in there. They, but they've yeah. they've but the ventured back, correctly. The backyard is so like ordinary. Yeah, there's yeah. Ho- there's horseshoes, it. it's all like dirt and cornhole. Yeah, play your yard nice game. There's a little ditch running oh, back through there with water. Yeah, we were much. called out on our Twitter feed. Did you see that? No. Fate Brewery. They're like, why didn't you come by? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Who planned the route? Well, uh, it, it would have added some more. We're sorry, Fate. We're sorry. Yeah, I mean, we had to... Nine know. in the distillery was enough, so maybe yeah. next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Uh, we had a couple listeners from the Breckenridge area come down, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was not, they were not too far long off the trail. That was really nice to have them. Yeah. Lots of good brews. I think the distillery was a big hit, though. I mean, that was some amazing. It was, but we got in and got out of there quick because I could see the the <laughs> cart going completely off the rails if we had spent too much time at the distillery. I think it was uh, such a big hit. We already planned the next one in April. We should give a little details. It's okay. Gonna it's going to be in Longmont. Longmont. We're going to hit five breweries. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah. we're going to invite Mr. Money Mustache. We, we are. Does we he are. absolutely are. Yeah, he does. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's self-powered, so I think he'd uh, be into it. it. And it's he'd another loop. It. We're wondering, yeah. how can we do this? Because the brewery's in Longmont, but um, Oscar Blues has Chubb Burger, which has a full beer menu. Chubb Burger. So you can't go to Longmont without going to Oscar Blues in some way. Yeah, for sure. So right now, there's five breweries in a four-mile loop. So awesome. tentatively planned for April? April. Yeah, more okay. details to come. But Now, what if, what if say, some of us got a wild hair and wanted to do a dry run in January during a snowstorm? Would you, would you frown upon such things? I mean, would it, maybe I need to go recon this route, you know, just, just to make we sure actively, all the beer is good. You know, we actively encourage it. Okay. Because it's not a trail show event. We just happen to be there in April. Exactly. Exactly. Our legal department yeah. makes sure we say that every time. Right, Dilo? That's correct. Oh, and we did about seven miles, so it was a good little... Well, who knows how many miles we did after a while. Oh, geez. It was originally planned for seven. I know it was seven hours, but I don't know how many <laughs> miles it ended up being. Yeah, it was a full day. It was a full day. It was yeah, great. It was awesome. I, I Thank was, you for planning it, Max. Oh, it was a pleasure to have everyone on the route. Yep. And all the listeners that came out. Thank you, and yeah. come out again in, in April for Longmont. And I have to give props. The best quote was, we're not lost. It's a future through hiking. <laughs> we're That's not right. lost. That's right. All right. When we get back, we're going to get into a, a little top five and some outdoor trips and who knows what else when we get back. El Camino Programa. Centren. Mas cerveza. Hang on to your hat. The trail show is back. The five-hour audiobook version of my book, I Hike, is finally available for download both on Amazon and Audible. I've been trying to figure out a way to get TTS listeners a deal, and I think I've come up with a way you can get the audiobook for free, D-Lo, for free. But wait, isn't this your book and you're living off the profits? Uh, living off the profits is a strong mean, use of that term. Would mean that he would die. So check this out. Here's the deal. <clears throat> Colorado is one of the six states that Amazon does not do affiliate programs with. However, the Mike O'Mara Show is an Amazon and Audible.com affiliate, and you can sign up for Audible to get a free audiobook download by going to audiblepodcast.com slash TMOS. The Mike O'Mara Show has been a big inspiration for the trail show, and I'm pretty happy that we can benefit their show while getting you a free download of iHike at the same time. You should give their show a listen, too, if you don't already. Audiblepodcast.com slash TMOS is the website. Sign up for your 30-day free trial of Audible today and get iHike right now. Thank you and enjoy. Got a couple of reviews to read this month. Now, I'm going to Stitcher this month. Ooh. A little changing things up a little bit here. Going to Stitcher. And we're good. And the reason I'm going to Stitcher is because we don't quite have enough iTunes reviews to read. So iTunes people, please. 
I got one on my phone tonight. Just please so you know. go back to iTunes and start maybe leaving reviews. We do a different segment. Yeah, maybe we should take some advice from some of our listeners and like not read iTunes reviews. <laughs> no, that was the Onion. That was the Onion who said that, man. Dude, the Onion is a very well educated and worldly human being, and he listens to all the chill shows. And he, li- he, all and of he them. he's always very clean too. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> UKA. T Hiker 2014 says five stars. Not just a show, it's the show. That's right. Wow. This is the most outstanding hiker podcast I have heard. Based in the USA and hosted by four very experienced hikers, they cover a wide range of subjects from beer, trails, and the latest relevant news. Wow. Answering questions and giving advice is a no not in a no-nonsense and direct manner with QA and Ask a She Hiker. If you are not on the trail, then this is the show for you. Wait a minute. Wait, a minute. wait even if you are on the trail, this, this is, the is show still the show for you. But yeah. no nonsense and direct? Well, what show are they listening to? <laughs> I think he, I think it was tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Sia says, five stars. Great show. Love it. I look forward to each podcast. Don't change a thing. More beer, less gear. Yes. Yeah. Frito says, five stars. Funny. Great show. Even if you're not at all about hiking, always something to laugh at. I wonder if that's Frito Roll Tide Garcia. I wonder. Well, Isn't that your brother? Yeah, we'll have to find out. No, Why does he have a different last name than you? Don't worry about it. Okay, so the next one. A lot of people have different last names. Ray D. <laughs> Ray D. Ray D says, five stars, the greatest. Pretty outrageous, always hilarious. It definitely takes the sting out of commuting. Oh. Wish I could hang out with the trail show crew sometime. All the time. Come to Longmont. All right, and our last one's from Mike F., he says, five stars, best two hours of my armchair hiking of my month. I love the show. Great show for my armchair hiking habit. My only wish is for it to be weekly. Mm-hmm. Not, not possible. Not yeah. possible. Um, occasionally, the hosts get wasted <laughs> by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> which can, <laughs> occasionally. Let me start that from the top. Occasionally, the hosts get wasted by the end of the show, which can lead to it being a bit less organized and a bit more hilarious. <laughs> I am always sad when the outro music runs and I have to wait another month. Five of five stars for the show. Thank you, Mike F. I also just got one in. Can I read it? Oh, please do. Here we go. Five stars from Mr. Sidewinder. He says, bowling hikers love the trail show. Oh, Oh, they're bowling tonight. That's right. I'd love to be there. Friend of the trail show has been on our show before, too. That's correct. FJ Sidewinder Aviano. Okay. So we're done with uh, our, our reviews there? That's correct. I, I think we're up to outdoor trips. Okay. Where should we begin? How about, about us? Wait, no, what about me? Okay. okay. Let's begin with Dila. I haven't done any outdoor trips. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Same as last month, man. I, um, I just finished up in a, uh, an epic fall landscaping project. Oh, boy. Uh, I finished it up last weekend, man. I, put the, I filled the checks in my logs with the sealant, man. It was fantastic. Interesting. What and about the snowed. cricket? The cricket problem you and have then it in snowed. your yard. Well, the yeah. crickets are dead now because we have you know five inches of snow. But yeah, but yeah, I finished up my fall landscaping project, guys. It was fantastic. My backyard looks like the trail. Oh yeah, kind of. You got some single track back there, huh? Well, I got a bunch of rocks <laughs> and uh, and and logs and stuff. Okay, and stumps. Do you have any jeans hidden in your logs? And propane torches? Uh, no, because um, if it came down to that, I think we'd just go inside. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's warmer. That, that's true. Well, Disco and I went up to Steamboat Springs. We went to the hot springs, and we camped. And when we woke up in the morning, it was snowing. 
And wow. summer was over. That's correct. And then wow. we had a gnarly drive back <laughs> to Denver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was this last weekend? Yeah, yeah over Rabbit Ears Pass. Sweet. It was actually Monday morning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good thing we left when we did because the, high, the interstate closed down a few hours later and that would have been it for us. Yeah, it was nice to be back and in front of the fireplace. Hmm. Toasty. Mags, I know you've done 12, <laughs> my friend. Just pick one. I'll just do the highlights here. The highlights. Give us the highlights. Did a climb. Well, we really threaded the needle. The weather, Delos kind of alluded to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was minus 11 the other night. But on Sunday, it was 60s, shorts and t-shirt weather. Mm. So it was about threading the needle. It's just Dude, wrong. on Sunday, I was cleaning leaves out of my garden beds. Yeah. Can I get a, some, like, really aggressive no. something? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow. Anyway, I'm, getting, you. I'm getting timed here. I'm not even speaking. Wow. <laughs> <I'm> timing you. <laughs> oh, my own. Anyway, so I did the third flat iron, classic climb here in Boulder. Yeah! There we go. But the really cool trip, though, yeah. was Red Mountain Open Space. <laughs> Red Mountain Open Space. It's Where all, is this? It's just north of Fort Collins by the Wyoming border. Ah! It's called the Big Hole. It's essentially a canyon in the middle don't, of the high Don't plane. turn off my levels. It's essentially a canyon in the middle of the high plains. My levels off, and you can see the different layers of rocks. And it's like this red canyon, really beautiful. Oh, I've never heard of it. It's five years old, so it's pretty new. Oh, and okay. there's rocks in there three billion years old. Is it county open space or? It's a mixture of town, county, and uh, Cheyenne as well because they all oh, border geez. each other. Okay, so you can do up to forty miles of trails in this area. Um, but the Red Mountain open space itself, it's walking through time. You see all those different layers of rocks, and it's just really beautiful. Can, cool. I, can I interrupt really quick and just give our listeners a one, a really very important piece sure, of advice? Sure, absolutely. Listeners, get to Red Mountain open space now before it's broadcast on pmags.com. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, clo- it's closing from December to March because it's a wildlife corridor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they don't want people going through roads. And no, do- here's the really interesting thing: no dogs are allowed whatsoever in this open space. Well, Get that's, to it now. That's just discrimination. Before it's publicized on <laughs> pmags.com and it's picked up by National Geographic <laughs> yeah. and people from across the United States <laughs> and internationally go to the Red Mountain open but space. You can't camp there, so there you go. You so can or can't? Cannot. Oh, you could probably camp there if you didn't leave a car at the trailhead. Probably yes. Yeah. Listeners, oh, really cool. don't take and afterwards, you can go to Fort Collins where they have a oh. new Sierra trading post. Where they also have really? Nine- oh wow! Forget oh. about forget about the trading post. They have nineteen breweries in Fort Collins. Yeah, it was very spread out. Yes, Fort Collins is a great little town. It's a lot more relaxed than this area by far, and some great outdoor stuff. And make a day of it. Go up to do some hiking. Go to Fort Collins. Have a great meal. You'll love it. What do you think, Dilo? I think those. I think that there is uh, a potential Fort Collins brew hike in the future because oh, yeah. I was looking at the map, and those breweries aren't all that spread out. There may be nineteen, but there's quite a few that are clustered in the old. I think old there's area. two. I think there's, no, there's two brew hikes we could do there. Oh, perhaps ten breweries or nine. I mean, yeah. actually, well, that one's require more logistics, though. Yeah, so we got to find a place to. It's a. It's a good hour and a half from here. Yeah, maybe two hours from Denver. Yeah, I probably want to stay over. Yeah, you know. so that could get real ugly, people. <laughs> so could get real ugly. legal is telling us we have to figure out some lodging situation. Ur- for urban camping, urban camping. We'll talk. We'll get snorkel on it. Yeah, we'll get. Yeah. yeah, she's good at the urban camping. 
But that again, Red Mountain Open Space, great place. And some other miscellaneous hikes. Well, come on, we got we got time for one more. What do you got, Max? You're, you're Give us three one more. minutes and thirty seconds. It's okay. good. We got time for one more. Well, go ahead. Went please. to Roxborough State Park. That's <laughs> you go down there a lot, man. I've been there twice. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went once four or five years ago. Maybe it's from pmags.com. It uh, makes me think you've been there a lot because I read pmags a lot. So. <laughs> there you go. Every night. But we also did the Indian Peaks, um, not Indian Peaks, Indian Creek Equestrian Trail to make a loop. Yeah. And those are two of the alternative starting places for the Colorado Trail. Uh, that's uh, that's how whoa, I know Roxborough. Dude, seriously? Yeah, Indian Creek is where you can do the dog-friendly start. It's not official, but it connects to Colorado Trail. That's right. Dude. Roxborough is uh, more logistically easier than Waterton, in my opinion, and it looks it's a lot more beautiful to start than Waterton. Dog-friendly. Come on, man. People, you, don't, you don't think six miles of walking a flat dirt road beside a chain-link fence is... In the sun? Yeah, that's... <laughs> With no trees? <laughs> no. <laughs> when it's 90 degrees? <laughs> the best thing about the official start are the bighorns at the dam. Sure. That's pretty cool. Other than that, I you know what? We've all done the Colorado Trail. Didn't you feel really silly walking with a backpack on yes. that road? Dude, because no, there's, there's I like did mom, not. There's because like I didn't do that section. There's moms oh, there with like, you know, like $400 strollers pushing babies there. And you're like, okay, I have my backpack and my trailer. In fact, <laughs> do you remember when I, Dave T, that was your buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. I dropped you two off. And remember someone asked if I was a sag wag for you two? <laughs> Did they? Yeah. A sag wag? For bicycling. It's a, what's yeah. the term? That was they saw me pull up the pickups. I thought I was following oh. these two guys along with a pickup truck. Sag wag. I've heard that before. Yeah, it's a bicycling term. Come on, POD. you got to get into the yeah, lingo. Yeah, I skipped the first section because I was hiking with a dog. And I said, you know what? I don't care about that section. Um, you got to go back and hike it. There you go. You nope. haven't through hiking. Or you could have done the Indian Creek Equestrian Trail. I didn't know trail. about that, so. Yeah, it's... R- it's been there for a long time, but people linking it up. P.O.T., you should have consulted pmags.com. That alternate route is well publicized on that fantastic website. Or in the guidebook for the Colorado Trail. Yeah, that too. Which also, I think our friend P. Mags read, wrote the intro to. I did write the late way Mags, when did picture. you do the Colorado Trail? <laughs> About a decade ago. What year? Uh, 04. See, I did it in 03. I did it in 01. Wow, I did so, it. So, there. Uh, I actually I put my dog in my. Pack. I'm just saying that he hadn't published that. I know, route but I, I'm just yet. saying I did it with the dog, and the dog was in my. Pack. No, you didn't. In any case, um, it was a great <laughs> way to check out two different alternative starts for the college and a beautiful fall weekend. Very Sweet. good. That's great. Do you have any more outdoor trips? Uh, not that I, I think you got of. another minute or two. No, not that I can. And think POD's of. saying that we have to move on. Do you at this hit point. the stopwatch when other people start talking now? <laughs> No, well, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, come on, Peter. You're being selective here. You're beating up on mags. No, no, I meant like, you know, if someone starts talking during when I'm talking, do you hit the stopwatch? Oh. No. Because that's time taken on my chunk. Yeah. Yeah, POD. No. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to throw it to D'Lo this month because he's got a trail tip that's going to blow your mind. Bag techs. That's right. I'm talking about bag techs. And I got that word from pmags.com because I did some thoroughly extensive research before tonight's trail tip of the month section. Is that what this is? That is. All right. And it's all yours. Bag techs. You're biking to work, man. It's less than, it's minus 11 degrees in the morning. You got two pairs of socks. You got a four-mile bike ride. Your toes are going to freeze off by the time you get to work. You probably have to go to the hospital and won't be able to go to work. (laughs) What do you do? You go into the kitchen. You get under the sink. What do you find? 
a plastic bag <laughs> filled with plastic bags. And what do you do? Do you put you put some of those plastic bag liners between your socks? Vapor barrier. Vapor barrier, people. That's what I'm talking about. Bag techs. And it keeps your feet warm. And by the time you get to work, your toes won't have fallen off. Yeah, and I noticed you warm tonight. I did because over here. the temperature is dropping. Yeah. I also wanted to get some photos for our social media feeds. Um, it's up there. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, and the Twitter. Check it out. We got some Costco <laughs> bread bags. Bread bags actually are pr- pretty well because they're actually quite yeah. this is appropriate for the size of a foot. They oh, actually man. do garlic. You know our buddy garlic? Yeah. He got caught in a snowstorm in the Smokies on his AT3 hike. Most people were bailing into town. He just put on the bread bags and walked all through the Smokies out of the bail into town. I use plastic bags, Ziploc bags, <laughs> like my second or third night on the AT because it or the second or third day because it was so cold. Yeah. And everybody was making fun oh, of me. But they're great. They really help. But my feet, it, that day, yeah. my feet did not get s- as cold as the day before. But so. the thing that I have noticed, you know, I have about a four-mile bike ride, and it's been, you know, less than 10 degrees in the morning when I'm biking to work. Um, these bread bags are soaked with condensation by the time I get Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. They do not you breathe. Dry sock you got to dry them. So I, I question... Whether my trail tip is actually adequate for uh, you know hiking for hours on end, but it's um, great for a four mile bike ride. That's what I'm saying. Garlic did that, yeah. and it worked all through the Smokies. So he wore them. Oh yeah, and his feet were wet, but well, the thing they is, warm, is yeah, even yeah. if your feet were wet, it's still a vapor barrier, so you're, they're going to stay warm. You just yeah. got to make sure you air your feet out at night, so you don't get yeah. trench foot. And dry your socks. And flip the bags inside out when you dry them. Yep. Yeah. So it's a good mm. poor man's vapor barrier. And then use liner. them when you get into town to put your gorp in. Fantastic. Oh, wow. We'll all be seasoned with salt ahead of time. <laughs> and funk. And there it was, Delo's trail tip of the month. Vapor barrier liner, bread bags. Get into it. I think we have a mailbag. We, we do. got a lot of mailbag. Listeners, go ahead and uh, crack yourself a new beverage because you're going to be here for a while. Well, they're short, though. So the first one's from an anonymous listener. Maybe Walkumentary 2, the sequel. Go for drama, not comedy. P.O.D. catches Disco under a Cuban tarp <laughs> with Savannah Bigger Chest, who's laugh- laughing adoringly at his gear talk and sound effects. <laughs> P.O.D. catches Disco under a Cuban tarp? That like was it. That's the idea? Like with, with some Swedish woman named Svenja Bigger Chest, <laughs> who's laughing adoringly at your gear talk and sound effects. Wow. Okay. So you, you, can't, you can't. This make is this a up, fantastic people. idea. You can't make this up. This no. is from an anonymous listener. This really happened. All right. Okay. Wait, you, I've got one. Oh, you got one. Can okay. I read one? Go for it. Okay, this is from uh, a listener. Pod, it's Rigatoni here. Loved the Red Tent Show. Frankly, could have listened to three hours of that. <laughs> it was like finally being in the girls' locker room. Yeah. Great job, and might I suggest the need for an encore? Maybe under the moniker Red Tent Show, the Redouche. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Later, Rig. Wow. Okay, there it is. Uh, uh, at least so, one vote for the Red Tent now, Show there. This one's really for Disco. It's Trail Nerd. He actually did this via Instagram during our hike. We posted a photo of Brew with a Flight. Yeah. And he says, Can you tell Disco I am enjoying this refreshing photo all the way in Canada thanks to Instagram? Uh, Uh, I'm just reporting what people wrote to us. I'll have Trail Nerd know that after I put out my my Tech Corner segment, I got a a nice email from the hipster, Warren Ispister. Warren Ispister. And he he brought me up to speed. And he actually, he did a good job of selling it. 
a sell on Instagram, and so did Teresa Martinez. So I'm not as anti as I was last month. Are we All on right. Pinterest? We are not. <laughs> we should. We should. <laughs> what about Vine? Are we on Vine? And I Tumblr. don't know, man. I and think Tumblr. we should put um, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> we should put like full length. Um, footage of our shows on Vine. It's seven seconds of video, dude. Oh, that's it? That's all we get. That's, that's all you all get. We'll just Vine? break the show into seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so our next one is from Elizabeth Giganti. Very, Wait, is that how you pronounce her that last is, name? That is. That's correct. We had some talk about this. Yep, it's Giganti. It's the same way as my name's Americanized, the Magnanti. Uh-huh. She Americanized it to Giganti. Okay. So there you go. I thought we were going to, you know, yell... Her last name or something. We're not <laughs> going to. Would you like to? Higanti. Oh, uh, I just lost an eardrum. So she wrote, this is a great tweet. She wrote, this is from Twitter. It's speaking of social media. Okay. So investing all 99 of my pennies in bonus show number five. All of my pennies. Short in capital letters. <laughs> uh, another vote for bonus show number five. I, I like think, this. I think that was a vote for... Yeah, that she just broke. I, I don't know. I see a trend. <laughs> so, Ray Fitch, hey, requesting that Sierra High Root for the Root of the Month. Keep up the good work. Thank you. So, we did that back in show 10. Which was a long time ago. Which is, you know, cool. Just Maybe saying. he's suggesting that show 10 was of low quality. <laughs> <laughs> we should redo We it. inspired someone to we do did. So, it couldn't have been that bad. I would say yeah. by show 3 or 4, we started to hit our stride. But you know what? I think... This actually speaks to the fact that we've been on air now long enough. This is our thirtieth. We hit the big three zero. Big three zero here. How about a little golf clap? Yay! Thirty shows of beer. Is this number thirty? It is. It is. Wow. Yeah, Fantastic. beer trails and nonsense. Um, and I think we have one last letter from Patty Y. I've got it right and here. I think Disco is gonna. Read it to us with his melodious voice. I'll try. I'll try not to put you to sleep. It's Patty Y, a.k.a. Slipper. She wrote in uh, via e-message. She says, The Trail Show podcasts have kept me entertained on my daily commute, and I'm now caught up and even re-listened to my favorites while impatiently waiting for the next podcast. I look forward to P.O.D. snarkiness. What? Delo's yard talk. <laughs> <laughs> Mags's latest adventures. And your threats to shut down the ski talk. <laughs> Wait till next month, December. My husband and I live in the North Georgia mountains, not far from Springer. We are planning and preparing to through hike the AT beginning Valentine's Day, 2016. Oh, awesome! Lovely. Kind of, except ooh, cold. Yeah. Keep up the great work. Who knows? A PCT through hike may be in our future. Slipper. Oh, that's nice. And Thank I you, have, Slipper. Yes, and I have one more. Okay. Oh man, they just keep they I keep know. coming in. This is from Joey Ritchie. Oh, I love it. Oh, Joey. This, this is Joey a good one. Ritchie. I have a brother named Joey. Hey, Joey, forget about is his it. Last name Ritchie? Joey Mags, they call him. So he writes So a trail show listener, meaning himself, is out island hopping in Hawaii and spent some time on the big island of Hawaii. Unfortunately, I am not dive certified. Hmm, me neither. So could not do any long distance scuba diving and had oh, to settle for bummer, some dude. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> had to settle for some through snorkeling <laughs> on the surface. <laughs> to keep the vacuum tubes from sounding though, I'll bring it back to trails. As I did some actual hiking in Volcanoes National Park. I took the Kiahu Trail down to the beautiful <laughs> while actually listening to the trail show bonus shows. Oh nice. An oasis of palm trees on the ocean coast. There, I met a group of locals also camping for the weekend. 
I got to talking with one, with them, and one mentions how he packs in frozen beer so it's cold when he gets there. Wait, didn't I hear the same story on the Trail Show episode about one of your hikes in Hawaii? Then he gets to talking about how he has been coming out here for several times, here several times a year, for over twenty five years, and meets people from all over the world. He then mentions this quote, "Princess of Darkness," unquote. Oh my god! Woman he met once. He couldn't remember who she was with, (laughs) but said how you had a book he was going to be mentioned in. I assume that was referring to the podcast. He was quite drunk, so I did not think (laughs) trying to explain the concept of podcasts and how I listened to one by this person would be possible, but I couldn't help but smile that I stumbled upon your secret, unmentionable, awesome spot in Hawaii and even met one of the same locals. And you must have made quite an impression as he picked you out of all the people he's met. Although, you like this part, D'Lo. Mm. I don't know how P.O.D. could have liked that spot with him there since his group stayed up past dark and was a bit noisy. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like a YMCA group. <laughs> Joey. Oh, Joey, thank you so much. He that found our spot and he found our main man, Bert. Bert. And Joey has paid very good attention to our trail shows. I think Joey deserves a pint glass. Uh, k- Joey. Uh, Joey is actually vagabonding around the world right now. Can so. we send him a pint glass somewhere? I don't think he'd appreciate it. But about a, a when you are something, man. when you're sitting down for a bit and can call a place home, yeah. mail us. We'll mail you some swag. Yeah, that's well, right. When you need pint glasses to stock your cabinets, Joey, <laughs> let us know. And yeah. We're there for you. We're there for you. Put John. the trail show symbol up in the sky. We'll be there for because you. Because I, right. lo- I love that long. Turn distance. on the light. I love that long distance scuba diving reference. Yeah, yeah. He, through he snorkeling. Fantastic. Did that we talk about through snorkeling? I don't think so. We, we did. That was the show we? with Sidewinder. We yeah. talked about. Through he was in snorkeling? the Philippines <laughs> doing a long distance through <laughs> <Yeah>. snorkel. <laughs> you know, our fans know the show better than That's we right. do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. I'm just so excited that Joey. Found our secret spot and with Bert, because that makes that spot even more incredible. So Joey, let us know when you have a, a place to call home. A, you know, four walls and a roof over your head. And we'll or send three you s- walls. Yeah, whatever. We'll send you some pint glasses. And, yeah. and speaking to our listeners knowing the show better than we do, so we should mention real quickly that Almost Awesome of Almost Awesome it's and awesome. This is Possum of the awesome. They won. She won the ruckus. Gossamer Gear Ruckus Day Pack in oh, our little because she called the episode in which <laughs> the Vic Modem the Vic Modem was first discussed. I, I didn't even know what episode that was in, and <laughs> I think it was within an hour. She gave the episode, the minute down to the second. She knew exactly and when Max had referenced it. She sent a very nice photo of her in the Smokies. I want to say with the Ruckus. Oh, I didn't see the photo. Yeah, it was sent to our Facebook page. Dude. And, and by the, check our Facebook page. Ah, by the way. The the episode it was in, I think it was episode twenty seven. Does that I, sound I, right? I forget. Oh, I can't remember either. But uh, another it, contest. Remind us. No, no, no. I think it was twenty seven, and twenty seven was the infamous episode of. Oh, oh that was it though? <laughs> it was the it was the infamous <laughs> one of my favorite of all time with the Euro siren and the ambulance yeah. sirens. Yeah, just. Throwing it out there for all you back trail when, show back historians. Back when our podcast was moving from one <laughs> web server to another. That's right. All right. Well, I think we covered mailbag, unless anyone has no. any other last-minute additions. No. You know, I love the mail. I love hearing for our listeners. I do, too. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. What about um, donations? Donors. All right. Our very increasing list of every month. Donators. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Please, <laughs> d Never say donators. Trolling. The donators. <laughs> 
<laughs> sounds like a you know Autobot or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the donator. The donators. Mu- mutual of Omaha. Yeah. So for every. M- <laughs> I don't. Know. All right. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> a big thanks. <laughs> this is serious, Sarah. This is serious. A big thanks to Diane Pinkers. Pinkers. Yes. Tim Harrell. The. Bobby Walters. The Bobby Walters. By the way, Bobby Walters is having a birthday on Wednesday. Happy birthday, <gasps> oh, Bobby. Happy birthday, oh, Bobby. happy birthday, Bobby Walters. That's yeah. correct. Bobby, you should Skype us in for your birthday festivities. Except that we won't be here. No, I mean, you could Skype us in. We'll, anyway. Uh, anyway, going, okay. Uh, Elizabeth Giganti. Very good. Gandhi. Matt G- Murray? <laughs> Did you say Gandhi? <laughs> no, Gandhi. <laughs> oh my God! No, I said he Gandhi. Elizabeth, I tried, and tried. you know it's pointless. And Matt Murray, Bernard Wolf, who's on our brew hut. Yeah, yeah Bernard was our Wolf. Driver. Bernard Wolf really hooked us up yeah, with. Um, yeah, always a great to see him at Where our show. Where did he drive you to? Home. Oh, <laughs> your car stayed here. Uh, no, he picked he us, picked us up. Oh, really? Wow. He lives yeah. outside of Denver, Fantastic. not too far. Wow. Uh, Russ Kinder, Craig Gully, Justin Knowles. Um, congratulations to Justin. He uh, got a promotion, apparently, according to his LinkedIn. Justin Quality Knowles. <laughs> yeah. We're LinkedIn buddies. We're both IT. So, hey, congratulations. And uh, Buddy Sessoms. The Buddy Sessoms. Now, buddy we have Sessoms. our one-off donors, I like to call them. We have Ray Fitch, who's uh, donated before, so thank you very much. Um, anonymous donor in memory of Andy Astro Lion. So, thank you. And um, a little something this past week. Um, it was Veterans Day, so thank to all the veterans in our audience. We do appreciate it. We have quite a few. Mr. Caleb, two wars, of course. That's yes. correct. Thank so you. thanks for oh, all the veterans. All the warrior hikers. Yeah, yeah. All the war- yeah very good. All the warrior hikers as well. Um, Sean um, Gobin, I remember was, that was his yes. last name. Yes. Yeah. We interviewed him earlier, so there you go. And our bear sponsor is... Wait. 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 We have one more thank you. A donation in kind. Okay. From Hector Cortes. Oh, yes. Who designed the uh, artwork for bonus show number five, the Red Tent Show. It is fantastic. As always, fantastic work. And I, Hector, I have not forgotten my, my promesa de mandarte cervezas. So you can mm. wait for that. It'll be there soon. That had something to do with beer. I know that much. <laughs> All right. Cerveza, that's the only Spanish I speak, yeah. That's right. And our beer sponsor this month is actually all of you. So we took those hard-earned dollars that you donated to the trail show, and we went down to a a nice store that serves or sells alcoholic adult beverages, and we bought 12 of them from the Wincoop Brewery this month. So thank you, trail show listeners. Thank you. By by the way, D-Lo, did you try that Imperial Red Ale? Oh, my God. God, I wanted to talk about the Imperial Red Ale. <laughs> <laughs> you're slurring your speech. I freaking I think. love the Imperial Red Ale. <laughs> Is there man. any left? Can I have yeah, a sip? Yeah, that, that, yeah a sip? pass that Imperial Red Ale over to Homeboy over there, would you? Mm. It's like delicious, man. I can't believe how good that stuff is. It, it, I've never had that before. Pad for us a bit. Fantastic. Talk about it. I've had a bunch of Wincoop breweries before. Or beers, I should say. Dilo's in his cups, I'm ladies. I'm out of my cups, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't been drinking since four in the afternoon. He drinks we're, a lot of breweries, we're people. Three thirty. It has. That's not what's been happening today. But anyways, I freaking love this big red imperial sticky ale, man. It's delicious. Sticky. Oh, it's still. I'm, 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 I'm impressed. I'm super impressed. Well, that's what the Gordon, Gordon from Oscar Blues. Um, Calls themselves sticky, but this is delicious. So I Just thought all—I thought Come all on. big red imperial ales are 
would try to be sticky, but this is delicious. 8.2% ABV. Goodness, I'll uh, shotgun Woo. one of those before I, I do my... <laughs> shotgun! <laughs> Please. <laughs> before wow. I do my next segment. Oh, but what Fantastic. I, it's very smooth, easy drinking, oh, but it has lots of flavor. It's at the robust, same time. man. Dude, oh, could, gosh. Could, could it be in the running for Trail Show Beer of the it Year? It might be. I was, you know, oh, when you came in here... here we go. When you came in here with this mixed 12-pack of, of wine coupe and there was no silverback in there... Oh, that like, is good. I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I like Wincoop. It's okay. But there's nothing in here that's very impressive. But my God, the big red imperial ale. Maybe you'll save me the last sip. I will. I will. Okay. I'll tell you what. We got one more break. When we come back, we're going to get right into our TV show review that we're doing this week. Media Musings. And we've got Ask a Hiker with D-Lo. And we've got a gear review with Mr. Mags. It's a great gear review. The Trail Show will be right back. Hi, this is Shane Jester O'Donnell, and when I'm not hiking, I'm sleeping. When I'm not sleeping, I'm eating. But when I'm not hiking or sleeping or eating, I'm listening to The Trail Show. Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. This month's Trail Show is sponsored by Bonus Show Number 5. For the extremely low price of 99 cents, you can download our latest bonus show, The Red Tent Show. We discuss all things outdoors and how they can be different for red tenters. Five women with more than 50,000 miles of backpacking experience throw open the red tent vestibule and tell you how it really is. Get ready for a trail show like none you have ever heard before. Bonus show number five and the rest of our bonus show catalog is available for download right now. Head on over to cdbaby.com slash artist slash the trail show to get all the bonus shows you can handle. There's nothing quite like a bonus hour of the trail show to tide yourself over until the next show. That website again is cdbaby.com slash artist slash the trail show. You can download it eight times and give it away for Hanukkah. Ooh, Ooh, there you go. Fantastic. So, Max, we, we kind of did something a little different this month. I thought we'd mix up with something funny. Top Gear, if anyone's familiar with that show. I know the show. I had no idea they did an AT-related show. Just recently. For one week only, I'm sorry, but it was a free show you could watch. Yeah, know, we had to pay for it, Max. Uh, and by the way... Um, $2. That is $2 I will never get back. I was going to say. <laughs> so, so the first part of the show, well, a little brief thing. They race cars, and it's kind of a race. They're going to race the length of the Appalachian Trail. In 24 hours. 24 hours. Well, here's the thing. I was doing a little research. I would say the New England portion of the show was fairly interesting. Yeah. I was reading reports. They essentially faked the last two-thirds of the show. Sure. Oh, really? Like the off-roading section, uh-huh. p- very astute people noticed, oh, it looked all the same. Uh. And like the, when they were trapped in Pennsylvania, some locals, no, that's actually in Massachusetts. So essentially, from oh, what, they, essentially, here we go. they essentially filmed it all in New England. Here we go. So, so they didn't actually re- no. race the length of the Well, I thought the show was trail. horrible, even if they had done the whole. <laughs> oh, pity. Tell lo- us how you really no, feel. No, it was loud. It was obnoxious. And I realized it's it supposed it, to be a goof, but. It was, it was so canned. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, their jokes and everything. Or how about the fact that they jumped their cars onto a flatbed that, railroad car? <laughs> yeah. That did it for me, man. When when I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. I, well, I yeah. finished watching, but mentally I checked I out. I think the best part, though, was when he drove up onto the flatbed truck pa- carrying the, the porta potty. That was good. He yeah. obviously has never heard about Squatch's amazing how did dap he, How did he back off the porta, off the flatbed truck? And then, you know, get onto the road and then keep and go forward. Man, that was some night Rider shit. How did that happen? How did you do that, man? Like, that's, yeah, that's magical Yeah, the physics television. there is crazy. Stunt well, double. Magical I mean, television, man. And, and the whole, the premise of it, too. At first, I thought, okay, whatever, this could be cool. But Like then a road they, trip. Okay. But then they didn't actually race. It was supposed to be a race. They didn't race. They waited for each other all the time. Yeah. Okay, but how about I this? I don't know. There's so many How things. about that New England video footage man it was beautiful the first part was great. absolutely beautiful the the, the new hampshire footage franconia notch oh my god it was just yeah. mind-boggling it was such good cinematography mm, I did not I, beautiful that. i thought <laughs> it was just absolutely beautiful I, I wasn't expecting a serious show by any means i thought it'd be no, funny of course, and good, not. Of course but, not but it didn't even hold to the premise of the show yeah exactly yeah I was actually expecting um, some gumball rally type that, action, like cannonball run or something. Yeah, like I th- I thought it was they were just going to be going balls to the walls, you know, taking caffeine pills, drinking the Red Bull, just yeah. staying up and just jamming for twenty four hours, barely stopping. And it, they both slept during the night on well, the train ride. Thing. Well, two of them were on the train. The other guy. He he ended up somehow getting hitched up to a camper no. RV well, here's and getting pulled thing. along while he slept. Come on. But Come based on, on what the locals man. said about the show, it was all faked. So. Well, yeah. yeah, and then at the end, he drives down the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. All right. At the very end, all he rolls right. out to the Emicalola Falls Trailhead <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> on a dirt road. <laughs> Look, that's Look. the thing. They didn't get out of New England, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Let's go around the room and give our final verdict on this. Mags, yeah or nay? Eh. It was free, and I paid too much. All right, Mag says nay. D'Lo, yay or nay? I paid $2 for it and then got a $1 voucher for an MP3 from Amazon. I say yay. <laughs> wow, okay. P.O.D.? Nay. That's $2 that I'll never get back in. And <laughs> <laughs> my buzzer sound's not working. So, yeah, it seems like outside of D'Lo's $1 credit, it was pretty much an epic fail for all of us. I, I will say, though, I think that would make a good documentary for someone into it. Do a road trip along the Appalachian Trail. I think that could be interesting. But they actually have to drive it. Yeah, yeah. it could be fun. I actually drove from Maine down to, where is Franklin? Tennessee? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. From After I finished the trail, I drove from Maine down to Tennessee and then I think West Virginia or something. With with Tina, and it was really fun. Ever read this uh, uh, book, Blue Highways? Oh yes. my god, I love That's Blue a classic. Highways. So do a Blue Highways that. version of the Appalachian Trail. Maybe That's we should classic. read that for our next. Um, my favorite stretch. My I think favorite part of Blue Highways when it was when he drove. Don't over tell the sky. See, Hold on, hold on, hold on. When he drove over the Sky so, Islands. Th- th- that's going to be our next. Media musings for December. We're going to do a classic oh, of yeah, travel. Yeah, Blue highways. highways. Between now and then, we're going to read a three hundred page uh, nonfiction novel. Hey, get the audio book, man. Well, 300 pages is nothing. I actually already read it. I don't care. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. You're done. The assignment's done. We also have a video that was sent to us by a listener and a thru-hiker. One of the guys that came out to the... Oh, hike. yes, for the PCT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to check that out, too. I yeah. haven't had a chance. We should oh, feature there, that next is month. Is that a full-length video? I, no, I no, no. Like 20 no, I think it's just 20 minutes. Hmm. Yep. We'll do both. Yeah, we I do saw both. the trailer for that. I, and I was... Uh, actually, that gentleman, I... I 
I happened to be talking to him at brew the last, you know, brewery number three, which was where I bailed. Um, I was talking to him. I was like, man, you, oh, you hiked the PCT this year? I watched this beautiful documentary about this guy who had, you know, cerebral palsy. And he was like hiking the trail. It was this beautiful three minute documentary. And the guy I was talking to was like, oh, yeah. That was me. That was my <laughs> documentary. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We'll we'll feature it next month. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see the full 20 minutes. Yeah, I would too. We'll, we'll do a twofer. We'll do Blue Highways, which is a classic, and we'll look at this documentary by one of our listeners. I'll cool. Have, I'll have to read up on the Blue Highway cliff notes. I like it. All right, Mr. DiLorenzo. Oh, over to me. It is time for Ask a Hiker. <coughs> you get any letters this month? Um... Yes. Electronic messages, I suppose. Electronic messages. What are you, my mother? You know, electronic messages. I got AOL.com you, on my do you, email. Do you have a carrier pigeon, too, send you think? I got a Vic modem. Oh, God. Do you have a 1650 auto dial? I mode? need another <laughs> one of those big red sticky beers to read all these things. Get, uh, I think we've got a couple in there. <laughs> I got oh, one. I got one. Right this here. is not going to end well. This Why? Is <laughs> it's, just small, it's just a half beer. I, hey, man, I'm, I'm biking home on ice-packed trails. <laughs> exactly. That's but funny. I got a helmet. I got a helmet. Okay. <laughs> uh, hold on a second, listeners. <laughs> Dilo's oh, in his cups. No, you didn't hear that. Right, let's uh, see if I can not pour this on Mag. Let's see if floor. you can pour and read at the same time. No, I can't. And who wants to Pass that over to your husband. Do, do you want some, Max? I'll take a little. Max, please. That That is in the running for Trail Show Beer of the Year. Absolutely. Okay, hell. Here we go. <laughs> oh, we love the Trail Show. Trail info, beer, not bear reviews, and jocularity. Better than that. cats. Cats in quotes and cats with a C. Question. I have built more trail than I've hiked. My longest excursion is a week. This summer, I went 16 miles and climbed 3,000 feet from... Kawanuchi Visitor Center to Bowen Pass in 10 hours, and it kicked my butt. I'm 50 and figure next year will be my only shot at a through hike. After that, I'll be too busy and older, maybe less fit. I've arranged for six months free next year. Some experienced hikers tell me to go for it. Others say to try the AT or PCT first. I've never been in Wyoming, Montana, so I really want to do the CDT now when I can and I'm reasonably fit. I know the CDT is long and hard, no innuendo intended. (laughs) Am I nuts for trying the CDT as my first and only thru-hike? Patrick Dixon, who is the secretary crew leader of the Central Texas Trail Tamers, www.trailtamers.org. Central Texas Trail Tamers, the C triple T's. Well, Patrick, um, I probably wouldn't hike the CDT first. You know... I, it has been done. It has as been done. first trail for yeah. a number of folks. Max, it's true. It's a much different trail than we did it. I mean, really, it's a lot more well marked, a lot more well maintained. Mm. It's still uh, got to be tough, though, man. It's not easy, but I think the the traditional challenge of the CDT was the, navigation. Yeah, and I don't know this gentleman's background as far as hiking. We got a little bit. I would say if you're confident in your navigational skills, which don't have to be nearly as good as, say, even five years ago now. Right. And I would get some practice hikes in, though. Water management, of course. You know, you're... Although he's from Texas, so... That doesn't mean... Not a lot of water down there. Well, it depends on what part of Texas. You you still have to, you know, be accustomed to hiking and carrying two gallons of water and and knowing how to ration that. Two gallons. Maybe if you go northbound. It happens. You know what I would do? Get a section hike of the PCT Mm -hmm. before you do the CDT just to get used to water carries. And if you can do that... Water. Yeah, some water carries. Yeah. And, um, or you can... 
if you don't want to do a through hike of the CDT, do a, what's called a chunk hike. And I think sure. another big thing, the, the biggest thing really, is to be to ask yourself, what kind of hike do you want to do? Do you want to do a very social hike with Good all point. with all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life and spend every night with other people and, and meet so many people that you know for so many years into the future? Or do you want to do a, a, a somewhat less social hike, but um, potentially easier hike you know, with with more well graded trail. Granted, there'll be big water carries, but you know, well graded trail with lots of people, but not nearly as many people. Wait, which one are you talking about? Right? I'm talking about the AT and the PCT, oh, okay. right? So okay. it's like the AT would just be like people from all walks of life. You'll have like 80 year old people. You have like 19 year old people. You have like five year old people. You have people carrying like 80 pounds of stuff on their back and you have people that are hiking like 40 miles a day. Mm. You have people from all walks of life and you'll see them, you'll spend the night with everybody, right? Or you could go on the PCT and hike with less people or you could go on the CDT and hike with potentially no people, right? Like you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So kind of, you know, ask yourself, are you looking for a hyper-social, semi-social or anti-social hike? (laughs) That's a good way to think about it. Let me think about that. Let me weigh in on this. Yeah. Can I weigh in? Because I weigh a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're very shy. Please don't. Well, first of all, I just want to say I think it's really impressive that this guy has built more trail than he's hiked. That is pretty cool. Every year I say I'm going to do trail work and I do almost nothing. So I salute you for that, sir. And then I want to say I'm going to say this, and I know I've hated on the AT, okay, and I know that people give me dirty looks, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think you can meet. Just as many interesting people on the PCT as on the AT. If it, in fact, I think you can meet more interesting people on the PCT than on the AT. I okay? would say the PCT is a lot popular now. And I also tell people this. Wait a minute. Why would you say that? Me? Yeah. I mean, like, why did you come to that conclusion? Because I think that, in my experience, I met as many interesting people on the PCT as I did on the AT. And on the AT, there were a lot of yahoos. People that you would prefer have not to met. That's correct. Yeah. They're a little too interesting for the yeah, wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. Yeah. Everybody has a right to be out there. I'm not bagging on them. I'm just saying for my own personal preference, I think that the the you know meeting people from all over, you're going to do that on the on the PCT as well. So like, I don't think you're going to miss out on that. You're and probably not going to do that on the CDT though. No. And mm. no. But I, as far as like AT versus PCT, I always tell people, hike the PCT. Because a lot of people think they have to hike the AT first to get in shape and learn about the trail and all that kind of stuff. But here's what I always tell people. You might only do one long hike in your life. Even if you plan to do three, you might only be able to do one. And if you can only do one, I think it shouldn't be the AT. No, it should be the Trans ADK. That's correct. (laughs) And I'll I'll just say this. the Florida Trail. The AT, day in and day out, is a harder trail to through-hike than the PCT. Especially if you're older, yeah. Physically harder. So if you want... A hike that's a little easier, go with the PCT. I mean, the daily grind on the AT will beat you up, Max. I would say the reputation of the AT is harder is because that's usually people's first trail. No, it is harder. I Man, they don't do switchbacks over there. Garlic did the AT as his third hike. He thought the PCT was harder because he carried more weight. He wasn't in trail shape. And he'll be the first one. He thought the AT was a vacation. Easy. Really? The yeah. PCT has these just tremendously long stretches between resupplies, right? 
compared to the AT, where sure. you're like I, going to town sure. every like two that's days. That's the trade off, you know. I, I yeah. honestly think whatever your first trail is, people say that's the hardest. I've had people come to do talk to have done the AT as their third trail or even the second trail. Like, oh, this isn't as bad as well, I thought. Well, I can see parts of part of the AT being easier because you know what you're doing, but physically. The AT, because of the steepness, I think, especially if you have older joints, is, is hard on your body. I but agree. There's sh- shorter climbs, though. They're not sustained. Yeah, but w- when you've got... I think it's six of one, half dozen I don't the think other. it is, because if you I, do, I don't know. If you do a 3,000-foot climb over 18 miles, miles versus a 3,000-foot climb over a mile and a half, but other than New Hampshire, a mile and a half is going to oh, beat man, you up. Oh, man. Georgia, North oh, Carolina, God, Tennessee. Yeah, they're all terrible. They're, I don't, you know, I went, rough. I went back to the Bet Mackay and did the approach trail. Oh, that's so tough. I'm like, what's the big deal? I did it in three hours. What's your P Max? Well, I'm an I'm an average hiker. I'm a short little guy too. No, you're not P, an average hiker. You're, you're fast. P Max. In 2010, I hiked Springer to Hot Springs, and this was after having hiked all three trails, and it still kicked my butt, man. It it's there's a lot of up and down in the southern Appalachians, and also like you said in in New England. So um, so let's 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 come get to back a, to the question. Yeah, let's bring it so back to I, you know, the go PCT, around the room? The PCT is going to be physically easier, but um, logistically more difficult, and probably just as social as the AT is now. Yeah. The AT is going to be very physically difficult, extremely social, and logistically very easy. Whereas the CDT is going to be logistically <laughs> difficult. Physically difficult, difficult and kind of potentially kind of lonely. I, I I lost you there, but I'm sure. No, that was great. That was I'll, a nice I'll, put a, I'll put a spreadsheet up. Yeah, so please. You've got, like, you've got Give us a metric. Okay, so you've got trails across the no, top. I don't no, 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 no. Please. Next question. Here, I just heard the music. Well, oh, okay. No, Max. <laughs> did you want to say something? Max uh, wanted to say something. Okay, I was just going to say the music down. I would just say I would encourage you to do the CDT first if you're comf- comfortable in your outdoor skills. And you don't mind a little bit more alone. It's not as hard as it used to be in terms of logistics. And I'd strongly encourage you to break up the CDT into two sections over two years. Yeah. I think of a much more enjoyable hike that way. And while we're throwing in addendums, the the question <laughs> <laughs> the the listener mentioned he was fifty years old and he and he kind of was speaking about it like his time's expiring to do three hikes. <laughs> Man, you got twenty five solid years of long distance hiking that you're looking at. You're on the front end of fifty years old. You're young, man. You got time to through hike any long trail you want, and then some for the next twenty plus years. Pickle Garlic and I we have a friend named Pickle. He was doing twenty plus mile days on the AT as um, sixty one, sixty two years old. Yeah, sure. Look at Billy Goat, man. Yeah. Billy G. And 50, I mean... He's got freaking ants crawling over his face. He can't even feel it. And he's still out there hiking. Yeah, he's laying down, you know, uh, five... In the cow patties, man. And, I'm oh, sorry. No, not laying down, but laying down miles. He's <laughs> doing... <laughs> I thought he was lying down in the cow patties. No. Didn't care. No, and, and D-Lo, 50, please. Please. not old. How many 50-somethings do we know in this garlic? Oh, my God. That guy's an animal. Or you almost know, 50. Yeah. And, no. And our, Come on. You know, our buddy Mark, who goes on... Yeah. He's on a thru-hiker, but man, he can just... Climb and do the miles and ski. I didn't know Markham was 50. He's over 50. No, oh, Mark, wow. not Markham. Uh, Mark, Mark, my buddy Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Mark. Uh, not to be confused with Markham. That, yeah. in, in the, the, the fond tradition of half services here on the, <laughs> on the trail show. Okay, we're, we're derailing it. D-Lo, please. Music. Next question. Hey, trail show. First of all, thanks for the great podcast. Your podcast is a great escape from my lab job that I returned to after quitting to hike the PCT last year. It usually makes me want to quit my job again and go start some great hike. (laughs) Anyways, my question is about how you guys, and especially Pod, 
deal with the emotions of being back in the non-trail adventure outdoor world. Since I restarted my job after finishing the PCT last year, I am in a funk for a few days after I go backpacking, scuba diving, and camping, my big hobbies. Hmm. Also, when I can't get out on adventures because of my schedule of working full-time and going to school part-time, I get really, really antsy to get out and back on the trail or in the ocean. I haven't quite found a successful way to deal with it. Do you guys have any suggestions for what helps you guys cope? I'm especially interested in hearing about how Pod deals with this because many of her comments about life when she was in grad school and comments in general about how she loves trail life remind me of myself. Cheers, Skip. Okay, very good. Skip likes you. Well, I like you too, Skip. Working full time and going to school. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is. It tough. is tough. You know, for me, I think I had to be always looking at the bigger picture. the The grad school thing is finite, and I did not get out very much when I was in grad school. I hardly did anything because I was working full time, and my job is more than forty hours a week, and going to grad school and assignments and all that kind of stuff. But I think we did. I was really good at scheduling my time. I was extremely anal about scheduling my time. And I stuck to my schedule and Disco and I would schedule things sometimes. You know, little little tiny trips and little tiny hikes. And, you know, I would have those things to look forward to. And and the time that I did have off, because I'm a teacher, I had the summers off. But I, I had basically two months. That was it. And for one of those months, I was in school full time. So I basically had three to four weeks not even each summer that I was in grad school and, and I tried to maximize those weeks as well and get the hell out of the city. My, my th- comment would be to, um, and this is tough because it sounds like our, our listener is not doing this, but I would say to do something new after your hike, don't go back to the same job. Don't go live in the same town. Don't go live in your mom's basement. Go do something <laughs> new. Um, right. You know, don't spend all your money on the hike and have nothing to move across country and go live someplace new. Um, and I say this because when I did my hikes, I was, you know, 10 years younger. I didn't have a house and I didn't have a child and I didn't have a wife and wasn't paying a mortgage and whatnot. So I was like, cool, I'm done hiking. Well, let's see if I can, why don't I move to Colorado? Oh, maybe I should go move back to New York. Who, You know, I, I wanted to, do, let me start a new job in New York. I wanted to do something new. And I found that that, um, that helps, you know, because when you've got something new to do, it's like, whoa, I'm not doing the same old thing. I get to do something new because it's pretty easy to step out of your life, leave your friends and, and walk away and go hiking for six months. But then when you come back, you're just like mm. about a week or two later, you're like, whoa, yeah, I was just doing everything's this. the same six months ago. I just went on yeah. this amazing thing and did this awesome stuff and saw the world. But now I'm back here and it's the same old thing. So yeah. I, I liked it when I. You know, I mean, because when I hiked the AT um, 14 years ago, I hiked the AT and then I hung out at home for two weeks and I, the economy was red hot and I found a job and I moved across the country. You know, I was like, whoa, all right, cool, let's do this. You know, and I happened to be 24 years old and, and I was up for that sort of thing. But, you know, maybe you are, maybe you're not. You think. Yeah. Well, he is in grad school, so that makes it a little hard to. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I'm on the other side of that. Uh, you mentioned being working full-time and going to grad school part-time. Oh, Max, you sound so sad. Well, I was going to say, no, this isn't <laughs> he sad. He does, doesn't he? No, no, because this is, this is very personal. I'm on the other side of that. 
Adrian just finished grad school, and it wasn't very easy for us. I mean, quite yeah. frankly, push training our marriage at times. You know, she was working full time, but it's kind of what POD said. You need to set time for these little things. And that's helped so much for both of us. You know, we go camping, just going car camping for a weekend just to be out in nature was such a huge relief. So I would say take POD's advice. I know you're very busy working full time and. Um, going to grad school part-time, that's not easy, believe me, for anyone, including the husband in this situation. But schedule time for yourself and do it and enjoy what you can. And look, as POD said, look at the big picture. Adriana is done with grad school now, and things are going awesome. We're doing all kinds of trips together. We're doing four days in Utah coming up. So look at the big picture, but make time for yourself and enjoy what you can. Yeah, and I would also say that, you know, for me... And I don't, I skip, I don't know you, but I am, I, I'm a bit of an overachiever, especially when it comes to academics. No. I've always been concerned about my grades and that kind of thing. And um, I had to learn some lessons about that back when I was in, in undergrad, actually. Um, thankfully, I, I, I learned some lessons about letting things go from time to time. And it's still hard for me. But, you know, when it came to scheduling my time, I'm a teacher and there's never enough time there. And then I was in grad school, and then I have these desires to be outside. And I had to make some conscious choices sometimes that, like, guess what? Gasp. I'm not going to, I can't get to that lesson planning, and I'm not going to be prepared for those lessons. And you know what? I'll wing it, and it will be okay. And you know what? I'm not going to put that extra three hours into my graduate paper, and maybe I'll get an A- minus or a B plus instead of an A. And that is okay because what that means is that I gain seven hours over here and I get to go do something outside. Uh, Skip, I just want to say, and this is probably not the most reassuring thing, but you should embrace the small things. Enjoy the small things. You've got 45 minutes between your class and when you get out of lab. Go for a run, dude, you know, and out in the sunshine and enjoy that little run and, and re- recognize just how blessed you are to be able to go for a run for 45 minutes or something. Or there's a hill behind the lab that's, you know, got a trail up it. Go hike it, man. You know, just... Or even if it doesn't have a trail. Yeah, that's you know, right. yeah exactly. Bushwhack up there and brush the ticks Shwack off you when it. you get back to the parking lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, embrace those little things. Look for those little things. I had a job once and it sucked and I had like an hour lunch break that I wasn't even supposed to take. And there was this beautiful open space behind it. And it was the snowiest winter in like 10 years in Albany, New York. And I brought my cross-country skis to work and went skiing every day on my lunch hour. It was fantastic. My job sucked. I hated it. It was a huge pay cut. But I got to go cross-country skiing every day at lunch. It was fantastic. Embrace those small little things. That, that makes life worth it. Yeah, I agree. And, and I would just say the other thing you can do too is, is to kind of think long-term. There is a permanent way off the hamster wheel if you want it. It's not an easy path, but, um, you know, you got to think about stuff like how much money do you require a year to live? And there's ways to accumulate that kind of income. Um, if you go to MrMoneyMustache.com, that's a good place to start your research. And, you know, there are ways to, to get off that hamster wheel completely so that you're not always coming back to a job that you don't want to be at and that you are actually able to adventure more mags. I would say, to quote Monty Python, Life of Brian, always look on the bright side of life. There you go. I need, cue up the music, D-Lo, please. All right, any more uh, Ask a Hiker? No, that's all I got, man. I had two this month. That's it, two? Ask a Hikers. 
or I, I think should say, two, I think two is sufficient. two is great, especially when we talk about the, it for like fifteen. This is, a gr- this is a wonderful discussion. God, hikers, hikers, send us your ask a hiker questions. As you can see, we love to discuss them with our hearts. Post oh production. yeah! Wait, no, oh, there's yeah. more. There's ge- gear tip. That is gear. This is the gear music. Let's rock oh, out. This is the gear music. All right, Mags. It's is time for new techno gear corner new with techno. Mags. New techno. Our gear review of the month. It's Thanksgiving coming up. <gasps> yeah. Turkeys. Oven and roasting pan. You can do so much with an oven Wait roasting pan. Wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, like an aluminum? Yeah, oven? you know the disposable I'll, oven roasting? I'll, I'll show him what it is when we get home. He, he doesn't cook, does he? No. Oh, okay. are you kidding me? So, I know nothing about So if oven roasting pan, it's awesome. You can make a windscreen out of it for your alcohol stove. Okay. You can cover you can cover the blue foam to to make for your winter <laughs> we backpacking lost platform. Yeah. I think that's the tenth time Mike DiLorenzo has hit his head on the mic tonight. Yeah, while he's Mike going for mic. another beer. But yes. oven roasting pan, you can do you can single planes if you're caught in the woods. No need for propane torch. Okay. True. You know, you can what else can you use with the oven roasting pan? Uh, you could probably put water in it. <laughs> oh, you can make like a little if funnel. Dude, if you're 14. in grad if you're in grad school and you have no time, you can use it to slit your wrist. Oh! <laughs> Twelve years ago, I think I made a windscreen out of an oven roasting yeah, pan, and I still that. have it. Well, I still have it. Twelve years later, man. Oh so, my god! And the last thing you can do, <laughs> you can make a muzzle for people who maybe need to be a little more quiet. Anyway, oh, oven roasting pan. Oh, wow, it's getting warm in here. Yeah, an oven roasting pan. Wait, now, what does it weigh, Max? Wait a minute. It all depends how much you cut of it. Are you That's referring true. to me? Was I being too loud? No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Hey, d What? Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> I like it. That's a good review. <laughs> Very good. So, you know, do they offer Cuban versions? Like, what are we talking no. about? No, but you, when you're done roasting your turkey, just clean it off nicely and reuse it for your backpacking needs. All right, let's like rock it. out. Oh, yeah. Oven roasting pans. Wait, what are you going to do with an oven roasting pan? Hit I you wasn't listening. In your bald forehead with <laughs> Dilo, how many cups have you had tonight, sir? Uh, a lot, yeah. <laughs> Lots of half cups. <laughs> Not full cups, though. I, I've been drinking since 3.30 in the afternoon, listeners. Is that true? That is true. <gasps> I bet they can't tell. <gasps> uh, some of the listeners hate this music because it means it's a part of the show when and we end the show. have to wait until another month goes by before we record more nonsense. <laughs> hey, thanks everyone for tuning in today. Thanks to all our monthly PayPal donors. Both reoccurring and one-offs. Keep those iTunes reviews coming. Please, please go to iTunes and write us a review. We'll read it. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com. Twitter, Trail Show. Facebook, The Trail Show. Instagram, The Trail Show. Cafe Press, The Trail Show. On (laughs) Stitcher Radio and, of course, on iTunes. Vine, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, missing. Google Plus, missing. Tumblr, missing. You can find D-Low at D-L-O-W on Twitter. I Max, got nothing to say on Twitter. Max is at PMagsCo. P-O-D is at Felicia Darkness. I'm at L-A-W-T-O-N-G. And you can always contact D-Lo at his new, more complicated email address. Hey, D- listeners, <laughs> you can also send it to my old address, with or without the dash. D- D-Low or just D-Low. <laughs> However you prefer. Blow. 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 Trailshow.com. Oh, gosh. And don't forget to go download bonus show number five right now. Do it. Do it. We'll be back in December with our 2015-2014 Christmas in Boulder show. 
Really? Wow. Sure. Huh. Until then, for the pregnancy. <laughs> wow. For the pregnancy. Whoa. Oh, hey. Hey. Until Whoa. then, <laughs> for the Princess of Darkness, Mags and D'Lo, I'm Disco. Ciao. Oven roasting pans, wrap them around your head, make a hat out bag of them. Text, bag text, make bag text, bag text. Out of your oven roasting pan and put it around your head, but don't scrape that turkey grease off first. <laughs> no turkey way, grease, man. turkey it grease. Chafing. Yes, <laughs> it'll lube. It'll lube everything up nicely. Lake Placid. Astro, yeah. that's for you. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Joey Mags, they call him. Your levels have been tough to get tonight too, Dilo. Why? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> you tell me, buddy. Why? You'll uh, run out of thirst before they run out of beer.